too. Well, I've started. <laughs> Booyah, ladies and gents. Here we go. Wait till you see what the thing I have created. Bam! Peanut butter and jam. We've got Pug and we've got Elk Hound. Obvi Hello. Obviously real names. <laughs> and me. <laughs> Who was dumb enough to start with his real name and face 20 years ago. <laughs> Link is going to be on Entropy. Uh, it should be the top comment all the time in the description. You don't have to wait for me to put it in there. But if you have something to say, when you want to say it without getting censored, do it on Entropy. You can also send shekel chats that way. Um, these two were having a nice back and forth in Discord, and I decided, hey, bring it online. So uh, they don't hate each other. They're friends. We said that in the title that this is uh, Pug versus or Elkhound versus Pug on RR. You can guess what RR is. But I'm not going to get that going with only 24 people watching right now. So I thought, why don't we hit some low-hanging fruit and... Uh, and pick on the weirdos that are setting telephone poles on fire and, <laughs> and stuff in the UK. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Let's pick on the police and their draconian authoritarian measures arresting people for the crime of being outside. Let's start with that. Uh, or, or sitting with their wife or playing t-ball with their daughter in an empty park as if these people aren't already in close proximity at home sharing the same beds and food and stuff. But when you're out in public, not allowed. Yeah. Someone they, got arrested for... Hold on. Someone got arrested for sitting next to his wife? They got no, threatened he was, with a, a he was uh, threatened with a summons or something. Yeah. So well, they, they kind of told him to go home, right? They told him they have to separate and they can't sit that close. And they were like, we're married. But they, they said it doesn't matter. They say they had to go home? No, they said they had to sit further apart or get a summons. Oh, I thought yeah, if they sent him home, they, the cops were literally saying, get back in the kitchen to the woman. <laughs> I don't think that would go over well. <laughs> what the hell? They're already married. They sleep together. They live together. But, uh, you know, make sure you space apart when you sit on a bench. They arrested yeah. that uh, that guy playing t-ball with his daughter. They arrested him in front of his kid and stuff. Is there any level, you guys, all you guys that were cheerleading the authoritarianism, is there any level yet? That you think is an overreaction or is nothing an overreaction? That's what I'd like to know from those weirdos. How do you arrest a guy in front of his daughter for playing outside? In an empty park. Like, what is this? What? Where is the sense in that? It doesn't. It's absurd. It's like this is security theater. It's just like TSA bullshit. Where like they'll you know they'll they'll pull the old lady out of her wheelchair to harass her, and then like the, when they actually run tests to see if anything dangerous can get through, it gets through. The first time, the first, like the first, last published test, it was like eighty five percent of dangerous materials were able to get through. The, the next one. test. The second one, they had they classified. They didn't even release the results because they said it was so much worse than the first one. So they probably didn't catch a single one. It's worse than eighty-five. Yeah, the entire yeah the entire point of it is, is to make you feel safe, like they're doing something. It's to be yep, a security it's, theater. It's theatrics, yeah. visible theatrics, and they widely publicize arresting someone in a park or whatever because they don't have the means at all. 
to arrest everybody if y'all just went outside. So they got to yeah, like, the- make an example out of somebody and be like, see, they're everywhere. Stay inside. You know what's happening here? They declared a state of emergency yesterday. I don't know if you've seen my videos. It's exactly yeah, yeah. nothing changed at all. <laughs> because they said, are you going to close down bars and businesses? And like, we can't. It's unconstitutional. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's also true in the United States. They just ignore the Constitution. Exactly. It's never stopped them before. But it's because the public accept it. They're just like, yeah, do whatever you need to. This is so serious. You better stay inside. I think half of them were incels and stuff in the first place, though. <laughs> like, yeah, I got to play games but all from, day. Uh, from, like a, uh, from a point of view from stereotypes, you would think the Japanese would be much more uh, obsessed about following rules. Well, the rule, the Constitution is the rule, and they're following it. You don't even yeah, need yeah. a rule. But like, if the government like, orders like, you to stay inside, you would think the Japanese would be like, okay, it's a crisis, let's stay inside. But the government's but also made up. The government's also made up of Japanese people, and they are obeying the rule of the constitution. Right. Yeah. You don't even need a rule, really. There, like a suggestion, is enough to make people change their behavior. People yeah. are just much more like they could. Shame, they could shame people into doing it, and then they would close yeah. on their own. But they can't make them yeah. do it. They yeah, just, social ostracization is like a strong force there. Absolutely. They could be like, oh, look at them with their business. If the public had that attitude, then everyone would close. But, you know, and but Tokyo and Osaka are very different. Osaka is not even Japanese. It's a weird part of Japan. And oh, they're, they're not going to listen. I should have worn that shirt. They're not going to listen. <laughs> to what, whatever Abe says, they're going to do the opposite. When they order them to, to t- turn off lights out of solidarity for Fukushima, which doesn't make any sense, so it doesn't bring anybody back or anything, they put they started taking Christmas lights and putting them all over the city and lit it up twice as much. This <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> like up years. And, and when they found a precious sword in uh, Nara. Well, you know who found that? <laughs> One of the yeah. Guys. Which yeah. means the guy that found that with that me didn't go is, to um, Tokyo. Hell no, it didn't. They tried to get it. <clears throat> um, hell no. Yeah, the whole Kansai area is pretty anti-Tokyo, but it's been like that since the capital moved from Kyoto. But let's not get into inner Japanese politics. The audience doesn't really care, I don't think. But we still got the um, we still got the cherry blossoms out. Everything's still open. You don't have to panic. It's not. But you know, we're gonna get people going so far the other direction. Go and see manufactured hoax. Blah 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 blah. And that just ain't so. We're testing the time zones right now. I assume it's mostly like prime time in Europe. I see uh, Pug is uh, filling up the entropy chat <laughs> where, you can, where you can say what you really want to say. That's right. There was um interesting debate on Killstream. I don't often plug oh, other best. things, but I heard there was a... We've said there were so many bad debates, right? There was Stryker and, and Steven, and there was uh, there's been some stinkers recently. Molyneux and Vice. Oh, oh the, the sticks, Hexenhammer, and uh, uh, EMJ. Uh, yeah, E. Michael Jones. I uh, didn't know about that. Was that bad, too? They, they were they, debating. Like, they couldn't agree on whether porn was addictive, and they sort of just harped on that point for an hour. Because the entire they time. Yeah, I mean, it was point. It's not chemically addictive, but it's addictive like, you know, you get addicted to your cell phone or TV or anything else that you enjoy, you know. But it's not yeah, like, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a behavioral pattern. And, be- and a psychological addiction can be just as strong as a chemical addiction. But 
Yeah, but Six couldn't give him that point because if he did, that would enable all of the arguments for E. Michael Jones to work. So he wow. couldn't concede on that point because that, that he would lose the debate from that point on. What was the debate about? Is, is porn, should porn be Should legal? porn be banned? Should porn be banned? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I already mopped the floor with people. Asked Dar about that debate. I, got, I convinced him of my... Uh, I'll hit him up. I'm sure he'll love it here. No, I don't think you. Oh yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he had some good point. Like I understand where they were coming from with it, uh, with porn and prostitution, but you know, it's not. It's not like because I think something ought to be legal, like I'm advocating or say I'm pro that <clears throat> people can abuse anything. Like <clears throat> alcohol is legal. There definitely are alcoholics and people that shouldn't do it. And there's some people that should stay away from porn because it, you know, they'll get all addicted to you, it or whatever. You, you can't legislate morality. Like you have to separate vices from crimes. Vices are where you you are the victim of your own thing. Crimes are where there's another victim. And like, it, if, if you know, if you're if you're starving your family because you're spending it all on gambling, you're that's you started hurting other people with it. You know, it just depends in what environment the porn is being produced because if it's if it's illegal and it's being produced, then that, that whole industry is going to lead to the exploitation of women, uh, kids, etc. But if you can freely and openly do it uh, in, a, in a free market system where it's not illegal, then it's, it's not running across that. Same with prostitution. If you're making it go underground, then the girls, are because mostly going to be women, can be exploited. Like they're doing with sex slavery in Israel, right? They have brothels, they trick people, and it's like bang these guys or we throw you out on the streets kind of thing that's what's evil in there isn't the prostitution it's the pimps that are exploiting the women and, and all that <clears throat> but as far as well, pornography yeah, goes, it's an outlet man like the it reduces rape you know in real life so yeah but if you have contracts then you can also have situations like in ibiza where all the whores have unionized mm. <laughs> so they can collectively fight for their right to have safe working conditions yeah, it just depends on the surrounding culture. It's it's yeah. always around. It's uh, I would support the horror union. I would support the horror union. <laughs> yeah, hoes mad. Don't shoot hoes mad. There we go. Yes, uh, prostitution is very different yeah. from pornography, though. It, yeah. it just scales up. I mean, it used to be you couldn't show a woman's ankle or leg or etc. And I just think like that's also when people used to walk around with guns and shoot each other at the moment's notice. Um. You know, it does lower testosterone to always look at porn, and that might not be a bad thing for some people. <laughs> if you're real, imagine just being really lonely, fat, and gross, and just you know, that's that's your only chance, man. Just let them have it. Or you, could, or you could be Harvey Weinstein. He's a rapist. <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah, but he's a very good well, rapist. He was excellent at raping. Do you know that he, <laughs> he was, was probably a, one of the world's best rapists? Probably he was a uh, a customer. Yeah, like if you compare it to his bizarre, his physique and appearance, he was probably the most successful rapist in history. Well, not Genghis Khan might give him a run for his money, but he was good. I mean, the Russian army was pretty good at it. Um, do you know yeah, he, he was a customer of Jeff Epstein. Yeah, and he Harvey got Weinstein was so disgusting that even Jeffrey Epstein called him a pig and kicked him out of his Paris mansion. <laughs> Well, even international sex traffickers have standards, you know? Yeah, 
Somebody even Apparently. even Harvey's below their standards. <laughs> that means though, like you know, most of his girls were a bunch of underage kids. So Harvey wasn't just raping women; he was raping little girls, and that doesn't the surprise me at all. The, the scar in the egg. Yeah, he has a scarred up vagina. <laughs> and the egg. Are you seeing uh, the stream there with the gold ladder with yes on it and the samurai frog? <laughs> you guys would appreciate that. So, guys, uh, let's. Uh, are you going by you, Guy Fox or what are you going by? You're going by Elk Hound or whatever. Do y'all really want to debate that? Are you using dogs? Or, um, we will. We will. Let's let's go over the, that debate that just happened on Kill Stream though first. That okay, was the okay. most entertaining. Yeah, what was that what was, was that one? But somebody oh wrote my God. dots right in all caps. Everybody's writing that's right. That's that's the the thing to do right now. So it was right. uh it was black Hebrew Israelites guys versus the, one, the ones that were yelling at the people on the Lincoln Steps. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Covington Catholic kids yeah. that uh yeah. that all over the media. But yeah, they, yeah, these guys are they're they're hardcore. There's footage of them like making like <laughs> I, I can't even repeat the stuff they said on the hey, stream. Why why do you have to say uh black Hebrew Israelites? Can't you just say Hebrew? Aren't they already black <laughs> Israelites? I mean, aren't the Israelites black originally anyway? Well, that's that's what they would say, like I mean that's what uh, his, that's what uh, history would say. Well, you, I think you right. get along with them. I mean, <laughs> I don't right. believe I don't believe in that religious stuff, but just from a you know historical perspective, Hebrew means dirty foot. It's a Phoenician word. Phoenicians were Canaanites. That means Palestinians. Uh, that stretched but, but, from Tyre all all the way to, to Carthage, which and uh, that's where the word Hebrew, where the Jews come from, is out of Hebrews, and it just meant people with dirty feet, which wasn't derogatory. It meant they were uh, nomads and travelers. That's all. Yeah, but Ryan, you kind of need to note that they're black because that means they can say what they say. That gives yeah. them the. Uh, I mean, they were barber. Uh, they're uh, kind of like Gaddafi. It's sort hard. of a, more of a brown than a like black African black. But you know what I'm saying. Well, yeah. you 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 kind of you kind of can't. I don't know. You kind of can't take this conversation. I'm just I'm just saying seriously. if you want to if you want to <laughs> get to the uh, who's the I think it's a stupid point. But if you want to get to what you originally look like or whatever, that's what it was. Well, that's what they said. And a lot of the exactly European blue-eyed Jews have a hard time with that. Like, you're not genetically Jewish. You're just there by identity. And they can't stand that. Oh, like, that's what they were saying. They said, y'all come, y'all come from Poland and Germany and shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, you, you uh, can't just was, convert into a yeah, bloodline. Wrong. You can't convert into a bloodline. They said, they said, they broke Halsey's brain. Like, straight up. He had, like, a melt. He left at one point when people started asking him cookie questions. What was, like, he, what was the, he arguing with them about? Who's the real Jews? Was Hals, Halsey's Jewish by religion, right? Well, his mom's Jewish. And he was arguing. I mean, that, his mom's you know, Jewish that, by that, religion, though. I mean, she can't be a Jew unless she's black. <laughs> that's what they were saying. They said you are Jewish, not actual yeah, <laughs> ish. Hebrews. That's where the ish is for. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yep, that's what they said. It's uh, God, it was so funny. At one point, like they broke his brain. At one point, he he just went like super racist. Like started like just doing ridiculous black impressions, saying he was black and like saying wow, the dumbest hey, shit. These people that are is like you scratch them just a little bit, and all the racism pours out. <laughs> they said, and when they, they, he started acting like that, it was like you was over there. Per you people was over there persecuting them Germans. He said that to him. 
Uh, like Halsey English is the guy that claims in a debate that there were Jewish Jewish signatories to the Declaration think, of Independence. No, there weren't. I think Halsey was um, his family was American, fighting the Germans. I don't know both sides or whatever. He he said that he said that his grandparents came here right before the war started. Um, but who knows? From where? From the Middle East or Europe? From Ger- Germany. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> he used right. to work in Israel as a journalist. So, I work in Japan. That make me Japanese as a journalist. No, but he has a, he has an Israeli citizenship. Is my point. Well, I don't think any of us are arguing that Ashkenazis have a right to Israel, <laughs> to Palestine. No. You mean isn't real? <laughs> isn't real exactly. Man, they've got uh like eighty-seven deaths there now, something like that. No. This that man, what they're doing with Palestine's fucked up though. Like they've been like arresting, uh, arresting and like tearing down like COVID treatment centers and testing centers and stuff. It's crazy, and then not to mention the checkpoints. They you know, the check- they they tore down a COVID hospital. Yeah, it's like they want them to die. Who does, can you imagine that happening somewhere else if Iran did that or Russia did that or some, any other state went and tore down a hospital that was treating COVID patients? Can you imagine that? But Israel can does you that. Imagine it's not, it's not the in the US, US media. I, I remember when the U.S. bombed the antibiotics plant in Sudan. I remember when the U.S. nuked civilian in cities. In 1998. We got Wiped a, out the medical industry in Sudan. I remember Clinton doing that. We've got a, another nine <clears throat> eleven retard in the chat. Oh, good. People don't understand the difference between can and did in a sentence. That's how much they spurred on that. Everybody's saying jet fuel can't melt steel and blah, blah, blah. It's not the jet oh, fuel that does it. It's the fire. It's the 5G. It's the 5G, man. It's, it's the 5G on a magic carpet from Chris Kyle. <laughs> the most... The most uh, triggered video I ever did even more than the pot doesn't cure cancer one was when I was making fun of uh, the sniper Chris Kyle <laughs> that <laughs> they lost it on that one <laughs> you oh, so oh I had a great strong. argument I had a great argument with the dude the other day and I was telling him about uh, the US war crimes and he was like no we don't kill women and children have you seen uh, American sniper he was a, a certain, he was using the movie as evidence wow. for his point. That's wow. that's the level of I I can't argue with that. Have you ever if seen movies are real? <laughs> have you ever seen um, Big Trouble in Little China? I've seen Big Trouble in Little Vagina, but that's probably a probably a spoof on the original. On so you've yeah. never y'all ain't seen that. I've, no, that was the, that was the film he made when he was in Japan last time. <laughs> Big trouble, <laughs> little vagina. <laughs> uh, I turned the volume up. Thank you, Rock Shock. I don't know. It is. It's probably a loose cord down here. Let's see. If you haven't seen it, uh, every millennial should go watch that. I encourage any kind of masculine testosterone fueled film. It's got uh, Jack Burton is played by Kurt Russell. It's really really good. Best movie, best PG thirteen movie ever made. 
Oh my gosh. So he's arguing with the black Israelites. I mean, what do you expect was going to happen? You're going to have her sit down, rational, calm conversation? No, no one even <laughs> no one wanted that. The whole reason they were there was so that one of them or both would completely melt down. And fortunately, like, of course, the, of course, the one you would expect did, but it was so much better than I knew it would be good, but it was so much better than I could have hoped for. Like everybody on there was saying it was probably the best episode of Killstream ever. Well, they just want a shit fest. Like if I, if they told me, Hey, come in here and just shit posts, I can do that really well. I just, that's what you should do next time. That's like, if, if you want me to just be a dick, I can do that very easy. I'm holding back all the time. Thirteen, thirteen. We just you against destiny. I already, I already mopped the floor with him. He won't do it anymore. Yeah, but just do it on a different subject because he's. Oh, no, so, you need to do Bosch. Bosch. I think. I think Bosch. before Bosch isn't worth this time. Come on. He's got a big audience, man. He's gr- he's flying up. He's been getting some good engagement lately, like thirty k of video. Okay. Wow, within a few hours, yeah, like same day. He'll get but taken if he has me on. He'll, his video, his video get taken argue. down. <laughs> his video get taken Which is down. Why it'll be hilarious. All right. Well, uh, one of them. Anyway, thirteen thirteen says, anyone know about the Mormons' obsession with finding Miro vaginas, uh, descendants of Jesus, and driving force behind the genetic and historical records? And what's up with their giant hollowed-out mountain data center? Do the Jays have a similar fortified mountain data center for important records. Uh, they do. It's called the NSA. <laughs> they give them well, all their okay. information. <laughs> I, I can actually explain this. All right. Uh, uh, hollowed out mountains are great for data centers because the temperature stays low without needing any uh, any uh, air conditioning. Like if you uh, if you go deep in a mountain, it will stay around uh, around uh, 50, 60 degrees stable without the need for cooling or heating every, so right. very that's it. every evil genius with a secret lair is in the middle of a mountain uh, but what's up with them with the Miro vaginans you mean the Merovingians or Mero- something Merovingians? no vaginians <laughs> yes vaginians. is that some, some old school <laughs> No, it's Vera It's like the, the descendants of Jesus. I don't really know a whole lot about how the Mormons figure into that, but I I do know that they have like the biggest collection of like food stores, food storage of like any any like in the world. They have a ridiculous amount of food stored up uh, for for impending disasters. I guess. I guess probably according to South Park, they were right. They're the only ones that go to heaven. Everyone else fries. <laughs> the Mormons are right. Um, it's funny. I saw a funny meme with some Mormons walking with their Bibles, and it, and it just said they're coming, and they know you're home. <laughs> 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 I've had them come here in Japan. I've had the Mormons, or no, I had um, what's the other one? It's similar. Uh, fucking, oh whatever. Anyway, uh, I had evangels come over. There's another one that goes door to door. Yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses came. I had them in tears. Yeah. I said, "Sit if down." You get a, if you get an email that says "knock knock," don't don't read it because it's a Jehovah's Witness working from home. <laughs> Jeez. But uh, Jehovah's Witnesses has a weird belief system. They believe there's a cap to the amount of people coming into heaven. Shouldn't that be? No, that's biblical. That's biblical. That, it says that in Revelation. Not you know. Although I could burg out for a while on the. 
canon. No, that's not um, canonical gospels, but in Revelation, yeah, the the one hundred and forty four uh, thousand or whatever is really small number. Is how many are going to get in on that day from the second coming? All the ones that died already are already there. Ah, uh, okay. Well. I was uh, imagining that it's like a rotating system where people get booted out of heaven because there are better Christians dying. Um, <laughs> in the in the religion, it's not stagnant. When you go to hell, is like a dark, frozen place, and that and it's on Earth where the sun sets, and then there's a, a heaven. But if you fuck up in heaven, you can get demoted to hell, and if you're really good in hell, you can get out of hell. So it's like you have to get, you have to continue to be good even after you're dead. Hey, we've got some dumb fuck saying, "Hey, if you think microwaves are harmless, why don't you get inside a microwave oven?" It's like, yeah, if I say visible lights harmless, but well, what if you put a magnifying glass in front of the sun, burn your eyeballs? Like, yeah, under a certain condition, it can be it harmful. Comes to, it comes down to intensity, directionality, and proximity and dosage, just like anything else. You know, no, no, no. You, you said, dude, you said, look, that's not how you talk to these 5Gers. You said too many big words. You have to use real life examples that, like, you could explain to a seven year old. All right. This is how you talk. It. It's like they don't know anything about 5G. Like, 5G can't even pass through walls. Almost. You're like being speed goes, like it's it's not it's not strong. It's not powerful. Hey, do you have any radio waves in your home right now? All of us do. If I, yeah, yeah. If you I if you had a radio and started playing with the dial, would music come on at least on one channel or static or something? It means there's radio waves zipping through your house all the time. It doesn't hurt. Well, you me. know, sound sound waves. It's, it's, it comes down to like. To intensity, you know. I mean, sound wave—the sound that you're hearing right now—isn't harmful. But if you turn it up to 250 decibels, it's going to blow your eardrums. You know, mm-hmm. it's like if if you. <coughs> well, it's, uh, it's a comparing a uh, comparing a microwave oven to microwaves in general is the difference between a flashlight and a laser beam. Yeah. It's like pressurized uh, water versus a square gun. It's not that visible okay. light isn't harmless. It's not harmless in the in the circ- circumstances that you encounter. I if mean, you walk out into the sunlight, it's not going to matter, right? Well, if you live in Australia, it's harmful. Actually, that's that would be the UV. But, but, uh, that's uh, actually the UV light of, that's harming you, not the visible light. Yeah, but one of the things they've been doing is uh, spreading uh, pictures of the people that uh, mount these five uh, G towers, and they're using like a silver protection uh, uh, vest to like uh, say uh, to protect them from the radiation mm-hmm. and that's Proximity. supposed to be the evidence yeah and and <laughs> the thing is like that's exactly when you get an x-ray at the dentist the nurse puts on a vest because she's in there all day doing x-rays yep but you're there once a year mm-hmm. <laughs> and if well, maybe if you climb up on in a 5G uh, tower. Hey, hey, Deep Space, do you want to get on Skype right now? I'd love for one of you dumb fucks to actually come on instead of just spurging without listening or responding. It's like, they just say all this shit and they and then you give them counterpoints and they just go derp and continue yeah, talking about microwave ovens again. You know? <laughs> so you understand frequency is a silly point because it's not the frequency that matters. It's the intensity, the directionality, the proximity. The, the, it's how close you are to it, how strong the signal is, how directional it is. I mean, a 1,000-watt light bulb will burn you if you touch it, but a 1,000-watt laser is going to fuck you up, you know? 
You can have a light bulb above your head all day long, and all it's going to do is brighten your room. Just don't go put your hand on it, and you'll be fine. Right. Yeah, and I mean, don't stick the 5G antenna up your ass. Don't stick the 5G antenna up your ass. Don't stick your Wi-Fi router up your ass. I mean, it's crazy that this has to be said. If you have to put your Wi-Fi router up your butthole, then it will hurt you. But standing next to it isn't going to do anything to you. It won't even go through your skin. If you can't figure out Skype, you shouldn't be trying to explain 5G. (laughs) You don't have Skype. You probably think Skype is dangerous, too. (laughs) Skype Skype sends signals uh, all the way from one continent to another. Uh oh. This, uh, like, five G was inevitable because we needed something faster, and four G has like whenever you increase uh, the amount of data transferred, you decrease the range. So there's going to be more towers, but it's probably only going to be for city people. There's Skype, never going to be Skype 5G is free. Skype is free. It takes seconds to download. Now you're doing the ego argument. Your ego's your witness. I'm willing to debate this shit publicly. You aren't because it will make you be exposed for the idiot that you are, which hurts your ego. I don't give a shit. I know how unpopular it is to say 5G isn't going to melt your brain or whatever because I know how many stupid derps there are. I'm saying it anyway because it's true. Four and a half million people are using 5G right now in South Korea without a problem. Ireland's been using it for over a year. New Zealand's been using it for over a year. It doesn't hurt you. It kills me. What kills me is when people say that, oh, 5G equals 60 gigahertz. 60 gigahertz has been shown to have these issues. It's like, first off, the existing 5G networks don't use 60 gigahertz. It's mostly on the 4G bandwidth. First, generation, 5G means fifth generation. It doesn't mean a specific frequency. It's a range of frequencies in the protocol. Right now, everything's sub six. They're talking about doing millimeter stuff, but that's not, there's a whole range of shit. It's like 30 to 85 gigahertz or something. That Skype will shut the fuck up. Skype will shut the fuck up. It's actually really hard to find uh, available radio spectrum space to do this on Mm -hmm. because we use everything else almost. Yeah, that's why a lot of what they're using. Dude, the guy's channel is like him nude with a log barely covering his junk, and he's the one like going nuts on this crap. And you can tell from his face he's one of the J's. So I'm just going to ban you because you're not going to Skype. Right, you're not gonna do it. You've got my Skype. It's rise two cents. So if you want to talk, if you want to keep talking shit, naked Jay, you're gonna have to call. You don't get to do it in my chat. Goodbye. Dumbass. He's like an old man doing an, a nude post on his YouTube. It's disgusting. <laughs> it, it, yeah, the, like what Banks was saying is totally right. The. Uh, the, exi- the biggest 5G networks in America actually use the same frequencies that old TV broadcasts use. It's so it's it's so silly to say, oh, you don't understand frequency because that's not even what matters. The frequency is the it's the intensity that matters. It's it's like like a, a light bulb, you know. If the more watts, the hotter it gets. You know, it's how much power is going through it, how directional that power is, how, how much how of a dose you, you get. Yeah, and whether it's beaming dose. versus going every direction at once. People don't understand you're getting hit with microwaves and radio waves every day and even at night all the time. They come from the sun. Whenever you, the whole spectrum. Yeah, whenever you, ta- whenever you take a, a airplane, uh, you get exposed to more radiation than, 
you would if you walked through Chernobyl right now. You actually get ionizing radiation, a little small amount of it, which is far deadlier than anything on the other side. The word radiation scares people, and I swear it's like they didn't get through. You should have explained this to kids in fourth grade. But this, is, this isn't something like I wouldn't care at all. I'm like, go ahead and believe that. It doesn't hurt anything. Except it does because they're going around and setting uh, towers on fire and poles on fire, which is an act of violence, and it's spurred on by idiocy. It's like the people that went to a pizza place and set it on fire because they thought there were tunnels in it because Alex Jones, right? You cannot yeah. behave that way. And the, the annoying thing is that idiotic behavior just justifies more censorship and cracking down by YouTube. Exactly. That's that's the because, yeah, because exactly. people that's, are idiots. We're not allowed to have free speech because we're idiots. That's the dude, argument. That's exactly what me and Ryan were saying about the coronavirus stuff. It's like I think what's going to happen here is that there's as as more pressure builds with people not you know losing their businesses because the government said so and not being able to work and stuff like that. The the kooky shit is going to become more and more appealing. You know, people are going to be like, well, this is bullshit. This guy says it's bullshit because it's all fake, and that makes sense to me. You know, shit like that. And then they're going to be used to justify further clampdowns and like further further restrictions of liberties, just like you saw with the like the you know the the stuff alex jones got in trouble for that you can't even say it's like there was some sketchy shit going on with the media with that that led people to just go completely kooky with it and then that's used to push gun laws apparently my audio is shit because uh both of you are on bluetooth and i'm not i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it should be the other way around is what i thought yeah that's what i was thinking that's really weird i'm i'm on fucking fake airpods from china well, I don't know. Not on high quality audio equipment here. The Spurgs destroy uh, rational debate on every subject of note. Yeah, well said, Finn Diori. That's exactly what happens. There's a there's also another take that like uh, uh, I heard someone else say that I'm going to reiterate, and that's uh, uh, people are also claiming that this coronavirus is a distraction to distract us from the 5G. Or that 5G caused it because what happens is your body's detoxifying and it made a virus. That's what they said. Alex Jones told people 1 billion people will die from 5G. So, of course, this goes back to Jonestown. I'm like, how can there be this many stupid assholes? And then, oh, Alex is saying it. That's why. This guy, he's got a million plus audience. So, when he says some ridiculous horse shit, it instantly hits all the paranoid people. Yeah. I wonder. uh, But the can I just finish the point? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> but but the thing is, like, have you met the public? You don't need a coronavirus to distract from 5G. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not necessary at all. You've got American Idol or whatever game show, <laughs> fucking YouTube and makeup channels. You don't need any of this shit. It's, it's like they just took two things that are in the news and combined them and then just spur on about those two things being interconnected somehow. Pod, continue. Well, they were saying this. uh, Y'all have to realize I deal with these dumb fucks every day. And so I remember them asking me about 5G a year ago, a year and a half ago, and I'm like, what about it? It's the fifth generation. You know, it's like Wi-Fi, whatever. What's the thing? And they're all like, oh, you got to look into it. And, you know, I did. I'm like, who's going to believe that? Apparently, a lot of people, once Jonestown hopped on it, you know, he can disseminate you know his what? disinfo to so many you know people at once, and they reinforce we should, each we other. Should, uh, if, it, wouldn't it be cool if we could 
take a super high pre- a high intensity signal of 60 gigahertz or whatever and blast some coronavirus with it and kill it then <laughs> 5G actually kills it <laughs> I think you should call in Alex's show and say you're calling in from 5G <laughs> ask what's the matter right now. what's it I'm, I'm you've have, got 5 million people world. now or 4.95 whatever million people using it in South Korea in Seoul and have been using it since last year what's supposed to happen what's supposed to happen yeah it's in it's in several other states and other people are going to get it and as we get this and there are other problems real problems with 5g not medical problems but like surveillance issues and stuff but right it's going to happen no i i just want to know what these people are going to do when 5g comes on and it's available in the u.s and everywhere else right and nothing happens then what are you going to say? What's this spin going to be? That's what I want to know. I'm pretty sure they want us to ditch the fiber uh, home connection and just switch right. to wireless all the time. Yeah, right. And that's that's not a good idea, to be honest. I agree. Because, I agree. Yep. Yeah. I don't like There's it. a lot of problems with it. It's just not the kooky shit that people keep talking about. You're offered both, though, because some of the complaints in Korea were because it isn't everywhere that it would often drop and once they got out of Seoul they'd have to switch back to 4G anyway so they just leave it on 4G instead right unless you're just sitting stationary and downloading big files you don't really need 5G right now yeah and you can stream video on 4G you don't really have a need for it I I can't think of anything I I do you need need it it. What, what, what what do you do on your cell phone that needs that much bandwidth no comment (laughs) (laughs) i mean i probably since i do streams every day it'd probably be good for me server shit i do walk and talks but i think i think 4g has worked i hear yeah he that's why you got the coof (laughs) it goes from coomer to coofing (laughs) yeah i've been hacking my phone and it gave me the coof Oh, X gonna give it to you is back. Uh, I think it's Wally or something. XXWLZXX. Whatever. It says, Durka Durka, hey, Ricardo. You finally decided to stream on an appropriate time in Australia. Here's some shekels. <laughs> See, the new time zone worked. Uh, <laughs> there you go. This is a glo- That's a confirmed globe shill right there. He's pushing time zone bullshit. Well, no, this guy yeah. This guy routinely would uh, donate when Andrew and I would do streams because Andrew lives in Australia and I'm in Japan. It was only an hour off. So it's been a long time since we've hit this time zone. But he since, doesn't know that the Earth is a flat plane. No. Like, look out the windows of an airplane. <laughs> yeah, those are fisheye windows. They um uh, usually we've been doing stuff for the American audience because of COVID JUQ. Uh, we just call it JUQ for short, and uh, it's the nineteen in Japanese. So we've been hitting the West Coast or East Coast time zones, and we've been that's been not good for Australia and our European friends. So that's why we're doing one for the uh, we're actually doing it for the Europeans, but I guess Japan and Australia are included in that as well. So good time for you guys. Good to see X going to give it to you back in the stream too. Yeah. By the way, y'all should hop in the entropy chat. Uh, entropy mm-hmm. is basically uncensored chat. You can say whatever you want in there. I mean, as long as you're not like actively fed posting, you know. You, but like, you can uh, say you kill, can, kill stream stuff in the uh, entropy chat if you want. Yeah, and you can send super chats and ask questions and stuff. Uh, it's 
that's it. That's where that's where you can talk about pretty much whatever you want without having to worry about any kind of censorship or anything. I will prove it. And it's like two clicks. Just click the link and then click sign in, and you don't even have to. <laughs> you don't even you see what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I see what people are writing. Yeah, it's it's the Chad chat basically, and like you can watch the stream live over there, so you don't have to have both hey, windows. Hey, hey guys, help me out here. Oh, there you go. Help me out there. It's the future of inflammatory statements, basically. Can I get an E? There you go. <laughs> oh, someone said Lama without the S. All right, whatever, whatever. Somebody wrote Ginger, and they wrote Ginger, not Jinja. They used their R. Read between oh, the lines hard there. Hard R Ginger, that's bad. Hard R Ginger, man. <laughs> hard R Ginger. <laughs> hard R Ginger. I saw, I saw somebody on Killstream that's name was George Hard R Martin. <laughs> <laughs> you think he'll ever finish his book now that he's in isolation and has no excuse, or he'll find a way to distract, distract I him? I hope so, man. He, I, I he's, that I guy, uh, I think I'm surprised season eight didn't give him a heart attack. Let's see. Somebody says, one day X going to visit you. Hey, if you come to Japan, you're going to be plotting the rest of your life on how to come back and live here. <laughs> Coming from Australia like to Japan. the world, except better. Yeah. As soon as, the first time you sit on a toilet, you're going to be like, where have you been my whole life? <laughs> the savages versus the elves, as PewDiePie put it. PewDiePie had a pretty Chad stream recently, I heard. Um next to something in the background but apparently he's working on something and i think it would be awesome if he opened his own platform i'd jump ship in a second can you imagine being allowed to be monetized and everything somewhere and do political things that would be awesome if you want to visit japan um i wouldn't do it now because you'd be sitting in two weeks quarantine I was but, supposed to be there later this month again for like the fifth time in like half a year, but uh, yeah, you got to do like a two week quarantine now. Which what sucks. is it that so, keep, no. what is it that keeps bringing you back the most? <laughs> the people there are just so nice. Like the culture is great. Like it's it's like the opposite of Portland, basically. Mm. Uh, for me, it's uh, if I ever return, it will be for Family Mart. Hell yeah, and their tacos. Yeah. <laughs> the convenience store. You're a Lawson guy, right? Yeah. Of the th of the trio. I'm a Family Mart guy. Fight me. I like Seven yeah. Eleven. There we go. I I won a couple noodles in Family Mart. Oh, the, with the gamble game when you put your hand in the yeah. box. Yeah. I was so confused. There you go. Why he, is he giving me an extra cup of hey, noodles? Hey, pug. He put his hand in the box and won some free noodles. Now, now let me hear your Lawson story. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I had Dragon Quest noises. Oh, he, yeah, he went to the Dragon Quest themed Lawson. You don't have a Dragon Quest uh, Family Mart there. Oh, okay. You gotta you gotta keep counterpointing. Family Mart has a uh, family chicken all night long, and Lawson doesn't serve it at, after one a one a.m. X gonna give it to you with another three. Says around two years ago, I visited Tokyo, Kyoto, and Osaka. Without question, Japan is one of the most amazing countries in the world. They are 20 years in the future. They are the elves. We are the savages. <laughs> they have robots yeah. cleaning streets. I mean, I just walk... I, sometimes I'll see stuff and I'll just go, well, I guess we have that now. You know? It, when, I'm, when I'm in L.A. or somewhere like that, I really do feel like I went back into the past. 
You know, I'm like, oh, you're still using those things? <laughs> That's what it feels like. Japan had waterproof TVs and cell phones and stuff back in 2005. I mean, it was nuts. That's where it is. And they got love hotels. Love hotels. That's the whole purpose of it, is that. It's another argument for, for sticks at the pro-porn side. It's everywhere here, and rape is like almost non-existent except on the u.s basis well right, right yeah uh yeah there's there's definitely some rapey <laughs> not not the, not the kind of rape we have here at least <laughs> isn't it two per month in uh, okinawa and leading to court martial okinawa had one year they had like 51 reported which means double that that weren't reported and it was all what i'm not allowed to say that's yes. who did it, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 There's probably a bunch of women raping dudes. Is probably the majority of the rape that, I can see now. I can see that happening because the guys won't report that when a gang of good-looking girls just grabs you. Um, he doesn't go to the police. That will happen to guys from girls sometimes, but I don't feel like that's a crime. I feel like that's a double standard that does make sense. <laughs> it's like a guy's like, oh yeah, I just went and they were grabbing my shirt and grabbed my junk and he, don't throw he, me in that briar patch mr fox yep. yeah sometimes yeah. you gotta fight you gotta fight your way through the women here are very aggressive they ask the guys out rather than most cultures i think the guy asks the girls out but over here it's the other way and they will chase you down uh in groups sometimes especially now all the tourists are gone all the chinese are gone all the elderly are gone uh, so if you're a, a Caucasian or something walking around Osaka right now, you better be on your defense unless you're single and you like getting gang raped by beautiful women. But yeah, I'm just rubbing your nose in it. I'm just rubbing your nose in it, <laughs> but that's how it right now, right now there are no foreigners and I'm kind of like, well, I'm here, but I'm looking around. I don't consider myself foreigner cause I've been here so long. But uh, I am still a foreigner, and I'm looking around, and it's really nice. I've developed my own xenophobia. <laughs> like, it's so hypocritical. But I'm like, yeah, don't let any more in. It's not Japanese <laughs> enough. <laughs> you're, I'll, I'll, you're pulling the ladder up behind you? That's I pull the ladder up behind me because, like, I don't mind if they come in and they assimilate and they speak Japanese and they, you know, like, try. But a lot of them are just coming here just being douchebags, and it hurts my reputation when they act like that, you know, when they're just here for here for the Putin nanny and whatever and they don't really give a damn about the culture or the history of the people they're just here for one thing I just feel that that it's tacky to me you know I don't like it I don't know I hope you come back and visit though but I'd skip Tokyo Kyoto's cool I would trade that with Nara and do Nara Kyoto Osaka and maybe Kobe Hyogo go to Hyogo down there get your Kobe beef which they all call Wagyu now it's the same thing Dirk Dirk Cool. Maybe we'll have 5G. We were going to have it for the Olympics, and we're not going to have the Olympics either now. So <laughs> They cannot catch a break. They had Fukushima. Oh, we did have the World Cup in, uh, of rugby. That was fun. I think we got fourth place, too. But Japan? Yeah. Japan. In rugby? Yeah. Japan beat Ireland, man. Japan Japan was whomping it. The what same four teams... Y'all give them? Uh, this, well, you know... <laughs> It's the there are those kind of Maori sumo wrestler style Asians with the big thick skulls, the Mongolian types that just run over everything, and that's the rugby team uh -huh. basically. 
Um, yeah. They got the best players from all over Asia. There were South Koreans on the team. There were Tongans on the team, Japanese. and uh, But the best teams are uh, South Africa, New Zealand, uh, England. And yeah. um, I don't know who would be number four, but those three for sure. And those are the only ones that ever win a World Cup. But Japan, Japan got... I'm American. What the fuck is rugby? Yeah, it's like um, it's it's it's, like, it's, it's a slightly like for, it's a slightly slower it's a slightly slower smaller version of football. <laughs> That's what hey Ryan, is. somebody somebody has thought it's important enough to write it four five times that you need to research how sixty gigahertz five G reacts with oxygen molecules. <laughs> yeah, like I haven't like we, seen that one we yet. Covered that at all. Oh my we god! Oh my god! Let's let's look at what happens if you don't take a cell culture in a petri dish and you have a layer of skin over it and it doesn't go through. Again, intensity, proximity, directionality, and dosage. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you, you they're can not beaming about. sixty gigahertz into your head with five G, dumbass. Also, also show me where there's sixty gigahertz five G right now because everything's sub six right now. Like everything, everything is based on the TV bandwidth and the four G bandwidth. It's not even it does, at ten, much less sixty. Right, right. It is part of the protocol. The, but it's not. That's not what's being used yet. And also, again, it's uh, it's it's dose dependent, and it, the strength of the signal, the dose, the proximity. It's like a laser versus a light bulb. Cell phone towers are like light bulbs. A laser is more like what they're doing in the studies you're referring to, where they're beaming it directly into some cell culture and saying, "Look, this can cause changes in the way that oxygen is absorbed." You know but, what would happen yeah. to a cell culture if you just let it sit in the sun? It would fry because that's what would happen to your organs with regular visible light if you didn't have skin on your body. But you do. I guarantee you that's a woman. I guarantee you the person that wrote that 500 times is a woman. Gotta be. Probably from Britain, because the only way you could get to that level of dumb is to be both British and female. If 5G well, was well, dangerous... Maybe California, and that would work, too. <laughs> no, you look at the studies. You look at this thing, like, they're doing this and not assuming that it's alive and has skin and so on. And it's also saying, if you beam it and you up the frequency to this level and you put it in direction, it's like, that's stupid. That's like saying, well, sunlight's harmful if you have a magnifying glass and you sit still under it and it's two inches away from you, it'll burn a hole in you. Like, yeah, well, great. Yeah, if you stare yeah. at the sun, it'll blind you. <laughs> like, and if you put a, microfying, a magnifying glass in front of that, it gets even worse. If 5G was that dangerous, they would mount it on a drone and the U.S. would fly it over Yemen constantly. It'd be all <laughs> over Iran, too. Yeah. The people saying this are the same people that lost their mind over harp and think it's an earthquake weapon. Do you remember that? Alex Jones started that one too. Harp's an earthquake weapon. It's to it's to intercept ICBMs actually, but they like, oh you won't tell me the super secret military information, therefore it's an earthquake machine. I'm like, okay, and what was the worth earthquakes we had? We had one in New Zealand and one in Japan, both allies of the United States. That really makes sense. There would be earthquakes in Iran, uh, Israel's enemies, every day if the U- if the U.S. had an earthquake machine. And it's so stupid. There's no machine that's going to move tectonic plates. It's a lot easier to just bomb the surface, but whatever. But I guarantee you the same people that are on 5G are the same ones that lost their minds over harp and earthquake machines. And I'd say about 30% of them don't believe the earth is round. 
But isn't it sort of futile to argue with them? Because it's no. I'll like, tell you why. Pug, really Pug can tell you They're why. Nonsense all the time. No, no, I'll tell you why. They're not going to change their mind. I'm not doing it to change their minds. I'm doing it for everyone else to hear it. I'm trying to prevent uh, it from yeah. growing. That's all. Ridicule is the only thing that works. There's a great scene. There's a great scene in Thank You for Smoking, which is like one of my favorite movies ever. It's about this like Turbo Chad tobacco lobbyist. It's a it's a comedy, but like where he's he's talking with his son about like his son's asking him like how do you convince people of things or how what what's the point of the arguing you do and they and they have this argument about chocolate versus vanilla ice cream and he's like well you didn't change my mind and he says I'm not trying to change your mind you're not who I'm worried about it's them everyone listening I just have to I don't have to be right I just have to make you look wrong yeah. <laughs> It's already wrong. There's 5 million people using it. Look, there's 5 million people using it in South Korea right now. What's the counter-argument? Right. You're not going to be able to convince someone who is literally just regurgitating something that they've... They just heard 60 gigahertz. Oh, my God, oxygen bonding. It's like, yeah, I'm sure you fucking understood that paper real well. You can't figure out Skype, but you got that paper figured out. You know, and so it's you're you're not gonna convince that person. Like, not, look, Ma, I said gigahertz. That makes me feel smart. Right. Oh, usually they don't even say gigahertz. Usually they'll say megahertz. Actually, I've heard everything. I've heard hertz, gigahertz, hertz, megahertz. Yeah, yeah, I've exactly. seen it all. And so, like the goal, you, you can't win them over. But what you can do is maybe keep someone by, from being convinced of their bullshit. Of, you can maybe get some normal person who's open-minded who might hear that shit and be scared by it to to think a little more rationally about it. We've got somebody yeah, says I'm in South Korea. Confirm 5G has no negative health effects. Well, you just wait, man. You're going to get cancer in your cancer. That, <laughs> Putin, Putin probably paid him to say that. Yeah, that's the other thing. They go straight to Russian shill. <laughs> Which is funny because like the New York Times. Yeah, the New York Times and all these are saying that the anti 5G stuff is coming from Russia because they lag behind and won't be able to catch up. Uh, my experience has been uh, it's really popular among the like um, the organic libertarian hippie movement. Unfortunately, that push uh, like various medical, uh, not proven or approved by the FDA medical treatments. Mm -hmm. uh, but they like they seem to uh, latch on to all the theories. And, and from certain aspects, it's like it's natural because you're opposed to the current system. So anything the current system does, you're against. The system can never be right. You kind of have well, to blame the I, government because they lie about everything else. Exactly. And these these and people don't know what to trust. They're like, oh, oh, well, the government's saying this, and the government always lies to me. They lied about this war and that, and they lied about you know. The, our and government tested syphilis. Right. Our government sterilized human beings on purpose. Our government gave people syphilis and watched them die from it. Our government is full of shit. I'm not saying this because the government says this or not. I'm saying it because that's what the science says. It's already on. There's no motive. You don't, you don't need to fry your own population. What good does that do? <laughs> Barbecue. I mean, they're building them in D.C. They're building them in Israel. They're building them everywhere. Like, what's the plan? Oh, let's just suicide the earth. Yeah, and I was listening to a guy uh, talking about how the U.S. 5G won't be as good as the Chinese one. 
because uh, the U.S. don't have millimeter waves, because that's, uh, uh, that spectrum is already taken. You're, you're going think. above people's heads when you're talking about spectrums and waves. Yeah. They just don't know. Yeah. I did. I did this uh, talk with uh, Sabrina Hosenfelter, who's a theoretical physicist working on quantum gravity, and I was pitching her stuff about dark energy and stuff. And there were comments like, "Glad you own Rye on that." I'm like, "You didn't understand a thing we were saying because we were agreeing with each other." And it just they're just like, "Oh my god!" Like the, you shouldn't listen to talks about physics and things. These people could not pass a fifth grade test about like how a battery works they couldn't do it i think you could open up a textbook for a fifth grader and they would flunk it but they want to tell you about uh their theories about nuclear energy about um cell phone towers and, and they're like i have a microwave oven in my house and it cooks food therefore microwaves are dangerous jesus christ yeah. That's why I showed a video well, of right, uh, pressure. Right circumstance, they yes, are in an oven, contained in an oven, bombarded with that many with electric walls would be dangerous. So would, uh, you know, so would like put a, a um, suit made out of magnifying glass. If you took a hose magnified. from a fire truck and turned it on or at two inches from your face, it would be bad. <laughs> like that doesn't make water bad though. Jesus, you're getting hit with microwaves every day, all the time. It's not yeah. the same as an oven. I don't know how you can and, reiterate that more. I, like, if you made a wall of human flesh, could 5G pass through that effectively? No. Good I, I'm sure it wouldn't. Because, See, a microwave like, oven won't set a napkin on fire because it doesn't have water in it except to the resident frequency of water. It jiggles the water around. That's what makes the heat. It's not going to heat up the yeah. napkin, a piece of paper, though. It's harmless to that. And these radio waves are harmless to you because you have skin all over your body. Yeah, <laughs> I just I, that just painted a nice vivid picture for me. <laughs> They'll go get an X-ray. They'll go on the naked body scanner. They go on yeah. an airplane. They'll eat a banana. Bananas are slightly radioactive, by the way. Anything with potassium is actually. It's just whatever. That's I, I saw a documentary about a guy who actually lived in a quarantine zone in Chernobyl. Really? Yeah, and he grew food there. But he was really particular about what food he ate because one type of uh, vegetable will suck up the radiation while another one won't. Yeah, cherries ha soak it up a lot. Can't eat cherries around yeah, so Chernobyl. You, so you just, you just measure uh, your vegetables and you're good. I'd just rather not live there. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of lonely, I assume. Uh, but it has great wildlife. I think he screwed up, and that's how gingers were made. <laughs> Apparently, the yeah, dolphins are returning to Italy. Yeah. I wonder I wonder what will come back to New York as everybody's been under lockdown. Oh, yeah, dolphins in Just uh, Venice. More uh, Venice. I wonder yeah. if the pigeons are dying since they're parasites on the trash and stuff from New Yorkers. Dead pigeons everywhere. <laughs> Did you see that video of the monkey fights in Thailand? What? Oh, yeah, that was crazy. Basically, these oh, like, giant gangs of monkeys fighting in Thailand. Because there's no tourists to feed them, so they have no food source now. So there's like monkey gangs it, having... It's, uh, a, it's <laughs> a general <laughs> chimp out. It is a chimp out, a real one. Are you talking about Antifa or actual monkeys? 
Actual monkeys. <laughs> Actual monkeys. Like primates. Like the yeah. smarter kind. That's the interesting. That all your shit, all, oh, yeah. I wonder what's going to happen in Nara because all the Chinese tourists are gone. I wonder if the deer are just getting real violent right now. That would be interesting to film. Because, you know, those those deer assume a certain level of tourists. Many of them from China are constantly feeding them and stuff. And all of them are gone. And a lot of old people are staying inside, too. So I wonder if there's deer just roaming around Nara Park, like, ready to just throw down and headbutt, headbutt uh, each other yeah. and stuff, you know? <laughs> it's because uh, of, of 5G. 5G is making the monkeys crazy. 5G is like the, uh, the global warming alarmist. That's what it reminds me of. Anything that happens, oh yeah, that's because of climate change. Oh, there's a war in Syria? That's because of climate change. And that's not an exaggeration. You know 5G hit the Pentagon, right? 5G hit the Pentagon. Uh, Bill Nye said he blamed the war in Syria on climate change. He said there were droughts, which led to lack of food, which they're fighting like there weren't any droughts. And the war in Syria was caused because CIA paid snipers shot people in Dara. That's why that got started. They actually wrote it in policy papers years before they pulled the trigger. Well, yeah, ignore all that. Blame, uh, blame climate change, Bill Nye, you but fake the, scientist. <laughs> yeah, but the difference is uh, uh, global warming has institutional backing, while 5G groups don't. Right. Um, global warming allows them to manipulate who can produce greenhouse gases, which controls. It's a, it's a play for big agro to further consolidate their monopolies. That's what that's about. Um, is there hunting in Japan? Someone asked. Yeah, you can hunt if you want. You can own a yeah, shot. Like, you can own a shotgun you a couple, too. You got a couple of your favorite type of people in there. <laughs> what? Um, left-handed Eskimos. Well, the ones that say that you're spreading disinformation about a missile, it, it was covering up the missile hitting the Pentagon, but uh, none yeah. of them seem to know how to use Skype. I keep telling them to hop on Skype and they don't, they don't. They're not going to. They never do. The, the whole reason they do this is to save face because they went around and told everybody they knew their super special knowledge because they saw Pentagon Strike the Music video and Loose Change and all these Fruit Loop things and ignored all the debris of the plane the motive, like I've, I've explained it ad nauseum, right? Walter Reed is not faking DNA of all the passengers just for an elaborate hoax. Like, if you if you think at 9-11 is an inside job and you know it's supposed to look like a plane hit the Pentagon, why not just hit the Pentagon with a plane? Why would you fly one there, mysteriously make it disappear, no one sees it fly away, and then hit it with the missile instead, and then go around and plant pieces of a plane and stuff? Like, it's easier to just ram a plane into the building. Which is exactly well, what happened. You'd also have to chop up people and plant their bodies. You'd have to have to make everybody on that plane disappear forever. You'd still have to kill them yeah. all. You know what I mean? I think it's a fe- I think it's a female Chris Dorsey because they say you're also part Jewish. It might be it might be Dorsey himself. Might be, it could be. He's he's wandering around in a circle waving a gun in the air, going, You're a government agent. <laughs> <laughs> That's my next T shirt. It's going to be him pointing a finger with a scowl on his face saying, you're a government agent. <laughs> that's my favorite that interview the, ever. Who do you work that, for? <laughs> oh, that's bald ginger, balding ginger, right? Oh, my God. We got one of these um, Antarctica isn't real people, too. <laughs> what? That's at least entertaining. Oh, it's a big ring. Have you not heard? This is what they think. They think it's flat like a Frisbee and that there's a giant wall of, right, of ice around everything. And I like to ask him, what's after the ice? 
Because some of them think some the of them think space is fake. Me. They think space is fake. <laughs> uh, it's no end, man. Do you know there's another thread now saying Hitler was a Rothschild? That's the new trend, right? Because you oh. know Havar Agreement and all that. I'm like, oh wow, did you just start learning about World War Two like a month ago or something? Hitler put a Rothschild in jail. He got rid of usury. Wait, is this Hitler guy? No, the big thing, the same people pushing the 5G stuff are saying Hitler was the Rothschild so, agent. So who is, who is this Hitler guy? I've never heard of yeah, him. Yeah, who is he? I've never heard of him. What's the deal with it's him? Some, it's some, it's some elaborate story they made up. No. <laughs> Does he have anything to do with the Kardashians? Haven't you heard about the six million crisis actors? <laughs> <laughs> Six million crisis <laughs> actors. It's just I don't know. I mean, these it's so dumb. These people and it just I don't know. But it's endless. It's one and they believe in all of them. Every one of anything that's spookadoo and anti-authoritarian, they just go jump all over it. It's unreal. Is it from Q? I think it was from Jones first, and then Q got into that. And then it's certain Q's certain people, fun. certain supposed allies of ours, are still saying Hitler was a Rothschild and stuff like that. I'm just. It's like saying, actually, Iran and Saudi Arabia are friends. That's what I'm waiting for them to be like. Yeah, they're all just pretending just to mess you up. There's no end to the stupid. Like, w this kind of paranoid personality type, you can just continue to make stuff up. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's all pro wrestling. They're, we don't re we don't really hate Iran and Russia. We're, they're all in on it. And that is something the BOC crowd has actually started to do. Because Bre Brendan or Brandon, whatever his name is, he got kicked off press tv because he kept saying j to j j j and uh which is you can't do that and so he turned on like oh you know rans all zog blah 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 what an arrogant prick somebody said oh forgot to put trademark next to six gorillion yeah i forgot to say trademark sorry let's see yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Q stuff. Have y'all have y'all watched the Q Anon? You know what I'm talking about? I I I know of A Chan, and I wouldn't trust anything I read on there. <laughs> it's, I, uh, like, I saw the Sam Hyde like of the internet. Did you see <laughs> Sam Hyde? The thing he did with Nick Fuentes exposing Q Anon. <laughs> shit was so funny. No, was it good. What did do? It was funny. Just funny. Yeah. Um. It's still going on are people still are, are they still being made drops like they call them no what it is is q is a bunch of always trumpers right so no matter yeah, what he does they're always like oh trust the plan just wait it's coming and they're always like israel's last which means never it's right? a bunch of trolls like it's a bunch of people just fucking with those guys <laughs> and like they don't yeah, realize that it's there's some genuine ones all the all the like you know, we believe in Q people are just boomers that are too lazy to like have a revolution or fix the political system. So I don't just believe some Trump is going to magically do it with a push. I don't something. think it's all just boomers. I think it's the kind of people that are attracted to this like puzzle hunting crap. It's the kind of people that would believe in Nostradamus. You know what I mean? Oh, look at these four lines. What could they mean? And then wait till something happens, and then after the fact, go and reinterpret the clues to fit, you know, the conclusion and stuff. And they just think, oh, Q, Q is the answer. Trust the plan and stuff. And they're all about it. And it, and they kind of get addicted to it. It's like the guys from Don't Fuck With Cats. You know, all they're looking through some dude's room, trying to find clues and be a super sleuth and everything, and they're constantly getting things wrong. 
But, uh, you know, I think it's a predictable reaction because you have the never Trumpers all also. No matter what he does, they hate him and he's bad for it, right? When Trump was being calm at the beginning of this crisis, saying it's the flu and all that, they, they crucified him in the media. And then when he starts locking things down and stuff, they still crucify him in the media. So he can do no right. So there's another group where he can do no wrong. You know, and both positions are dumb. Yeah, yeah. but I think they're like selling unwarranted hope to Trump supporters who like make them feel good about their decision. Could be thirteen thirteen says yo. The, I gotta yeah. read the tag. His thirteen thirteen says yo Nibba find a local data uh, recovery service for external hard drive. How much will the new Mac movie cost when launched? I did find one and they're working on it. The problem may be because they did declare a state of emergency that um, come Monday the kids get out of school again. So I have just a few days to really bust my ass on new Mac and then it's gonna slow down considerably. But I still think we're going to have it by uh, May 27th or whatever. We don't have to now because I'm not going to D.C. because that got canceled. I'm just still going to try and put it out at that time. As for who's got the people who already donated are, donated are going to get to see it for for nothing because they already paid and they'll get to see it. And then as donated for what? to what finance, finance the uh, the new mech film, it's about how Israel stole uranium and built bombs. And it's about or it's about a lot of things. But. It ended up being kind of Empire and Masky, but anyway, it's um that film is stellar, and that should be out in about two months. But they don't have to pay anything, and I don't know if I'm gonna sell it. I think what we'll probably do is just finance a public release so everyone can watch it. That's what most way to get the most shekels and do the most damage and get the most exposure would be something like that. But if you want to Q and A and all these extras, because there's a lot of cutting room floor stuff on purpose, then you have to have donated to the film. And I guess once it's out, if you still want to donate to get the goodies, we can arrange that. I gotta talk with. I'm not making this by myself, so I gotta talk with the other people. But my idea, I'm just doing the narration and research and giving it, and they do what they do. So it's gonna be great, though. So explain to people how 5G took down Building Seven. Yeah, yeah. The radiation went back in time, kind of like Fukushima killing the starfish. <laughs> well, well, the plane before it hit the building, it did a five G turn. The plane did. <laughs> there was a. That's great. There was no plane on Building Seven, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another building yeah. fell on the building. But it did a five G turn and hit the ground. <laughs> it, did, it did a five G. It was a really, yeah. It was a lot of uh, force. It was a fifth generation office fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah more than likely i mean we found explosives in the twin towers we found truck bombs in the parking garages so it's a reasonable assumption to say there may have been truck bombs in building seven even though we didn't find them because we found them in the other towers so that's it's reasonable speculation but it's not actually evidence but sometimes you know circumstantial evidence is fine if you want to believe that or not I just don't see the point because we know who did it and we know it led to these erroneous wars and that's what matters and that's what you want to stop and those are the people you need to arrest. We had a foreign intelligence agency caught in vans packed with bombs. We had vans with explosive devices spotted by the police and the fire department in the World Trade Centers on September 11th and people act like that never happened and they're searching around the debris for nanothermite and I don't understand why. 
Why even talk about this? You don't. You don't have to have Building Seven be your coup de gras. You have Towers One and Two. You have the Pentagon. You've got overwhelming evidence of who did what. You know who lied about anthrax. You know who had. You know who had VX. They had RDX explosives. Uh, they had RDX explosives. You know which um, companies were illegally doing work on the fire prevention systems in the building and went to jail for over 10 years for it. We have the district attorney. I've got the letters from Barbara and them for the subpoena of the people that own the companies that fake their fire suppression credentials. We have their underlings going to prison for it uh, who broke the fire prevention systems. And I've got all their names out there. And then on top of that, like Pug was saying, you've got the dancing Israelis and all the moving company fronts that were given logistical support to 9-11 hijackers and were going in and out of towers the whole time. You can't just ignore that all information and be like, well, Building 7 fell too fast. Yes, Building 7 fell too fast. Fine. It was a bomb. It was 100 bombs. Who cares? We've already got them dead to rights to know who it is and that they use explosives. We're not at the level of oh my god, my 9-11 was a controlled demolition or whatever. That doesn't matter. It matters that, well, who who blew it up then? And who blew it up are the people who got caught in vans packed with bombs. And those were intelligence agencies, and it wasn't Al-Qaeda. And they did the same thing in 93. Do you think Ramsey so yeah, Youssef was an independent actor? So yeah, You're fucking dumb. Official story, right? It's funny when people say, Ryan believes the official story about 9 11. It's like, yeah, they're, they're like, if you won't say there's a bomb in every window, then you're just a shill, blah, blah, blah. I did more work on 9 11 than all of you put together in, in the chat or whatever. All you people are saying, talking shit. I originated the info. I'm the one that first got the fucking uh, FBI files on the Israelis, 1,800 pages, and put all the info out. You know, there were Justin Romando and Michael Barrow and a few other people talking about that back in the day. You know what Melonhead was talking about? Loose change talking points. Building 7 fell too fast. It looks like a missile hit the Pentagon, blah, 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 pods. And they blamed the Iraq war on oil and, and petrodollar and all of a sudden. They would not talk about Israel. And if you did, like Steve Watson, not Paul Watson, if you did, like Paul's brother, you got kicked off. 1313 says, hell yeah, Nibba. You can count on my additional support when it launches to release it. Uh, break would be a break on all caps. Would you wear a professional cosplay Spider-Man outfit around town? Absolutely, he would. <laughs> I have. Oh, that would I be mean, the best day. He tried to get me to do that. <laughs> I've done it. I'll do it yeah, again. I'll uh, be like, but, hey, uh, I got to wear a mask. There's a shortage of masks. I got to wear my Spider-Man mask. And I can't wear the mask without the rest of the outfit. I've done that. I did that every time there's a Marvel film or something, not just Halloween, like a Spider-Man or Captain America, whoever's playing in the theater. I suit up as somebody and go there and sign autographs and everything. They love it. Nice. It's fun. Uh, but uh, uh, while we're on the subject of 9-11, uh, first of all, you need to condense all that info, Ryan, into a short little slogan that idiots can learn. Okay. That's your problem. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and also... This crime continues to this day because the reason... Uh, how, why how about 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation by intelligence agencies Nexus called the Safari Club? Is that too many words? Yes. Yeah. yeah that's too many words, but I was joking. But yeah. <laughs> uh, this, this continues to this day because there's a lot of people with respiratory illnesses in New York right now because Respecies, of what happened yeah. uh, 19 years ago. That's a great point. 
there's John Stewart's been yeah. on that trying to help the firemen and the people, the rescue crews that got asbestos. Uh, and, yeah. You know, mesothelioma is a real thing, and apparently well, I, I, I try to get ads here. Yeah, and the uh, and uh, the EPA said it was safe to go outside, even after all the dust had wafted through the entire city. Well, the EPA is a government organization. Why are you listening to them? Do you know, speaking yeah. of Spider-Man, by the way, the last film to have the Twin Towers in it was Spider-Man. But because of 9-11, that scene was cut. But Spider-Man catches a helicopter and a giant web between the two Twin Towers. And I think it's on the Blu-ray, but that scene was cut. But Spider-Man was the very last film you know, of all the New York heroes and stuff to actually feature the Twin Towers in a movie. However, they cut the scene. I think they should have shown it because it's the last time they were still standing, and I think people could have watched that and go, "Oh yeah, they were still there," you know, like and see it for one last time. I don't know. Yeah. Don't blame nine eleven on Spider Man now. Well, the, web, the webbing. It was on the ninety first floor with the art students. <laughs> These people. <laughs> I love it when someone comes up to me and quotes crap that's in War by Deception. Did you know a third building fell and it wasn't hit by a plane? I'm like, mm hmm. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We've had some of those debates back in the day. I recorded some of these people. I can't get them to do it anymore. Oh my God! Look at these people. I got to show you this one. H and the whole neo-Nazi movement are obvious. I know communist actor agents ride debate me, and I'll tear you a new wormhole. Yeah, Hitler was a communist agent that killed millions of communists and fought the Soviet Union. That That's makes a lot of sense. Is, no, it might be a troll, but people really are that dumb. Like, I can't tell the difference between stupidity and sarcasm anymore because there's nothing you could say, no matter how sarcastic and stupid you want to be, that some idiot doesn't actually believe, you know? That's why, like, the Onion and Bumblebee or whatever the hell it is, they have to say, you know, like, this is sarcasm. Because, the, like somebody said, Boris Johnson got himself released from the hospital by defunding it and shutting it down. <laughs> That's funny. That's that is funny. It's a good joke. But some people are like, did he? Did he do that? No, he didn't do that. <laughs> Troubleshooter says, you mentioned earlier in Discord that there were others involved in Ted Kaczynski's Freedom Club. That's not what FC stands for, but good guess. Uh, who, who will still at large... I think you mean who is still at large, but I can't find anything about them. Do you know where I can start? Oh, you want to talk about the FC? And are, what you got to do is outside of Ted's writings on the manifesto, even though in the manifesto he's always saying we, us, we, and us, you could say, well, well, that could still be one person just trying to act like he's a bigger group than what it is. But the FC, which we used to, let me type it in entropy. We used to call the... Uh, that as a joke uh was a prominent community that ted was part of he had a pen pal in mexico and in their letters between each other they're referencing to the fc many times and there is a hypothesis out there of a certain person name that what i just wrote in entropy that um actually probably they may have even set him up with his brother and that's a long story but just talk to me later in Discord because I have... Oh, no, I don't. I had all those files. They're on my external hard drive. <gasps> oh, that makes me sad. Hopefully, it'll be fixed in a few days. So, yeah, wait, and I'll give you the files. <laughs> I got deep, deep into that. I've read everything he's ever written. I've written him letters in jail. 
because I think it's fascinating. But um, there may be a couple of cohorts. One is over here and one was in Mexico last I saw who never got caught. And the FBI we are, is, we're planning on doing a reading of uh, his his mm-hmm. industrial society and its future and here soon that should be a lot of fun. I'm thinking that one might be bit shoot only just because they're like he's a terrorist. Like Isn't that doesn't that like three hours. There's, reading? there's well, well we're not going to read the whole thirty four. We're going to go over um, over socialized leftists and and probably yeah, uh, you know working through autonomy section, but we're not going to get. To you know, surrogate activities and and beyond from that point down, just, just cut it up, I guess. So, I mean, so there's other people. Other people have read it in full on on YouTube. One of them is actually in prison for other stuff right now. But uh, I, I want to read it and discuss though. Read it and then do, and then like break down what he's saying because yeah. a lot of people misinterpret him. Be like, oh, you know, Ted wouldn't support five G. Um, he was anti technology. Blah 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 blah. That's not what his message is. You guys didn't get it. He was talking about how techno- the alienation caused by how we are currently using technology and how it, it disrupts the power process and will to autonomy. And we, we, he have to get over his ideas about why there's so much depression and psychological problems in our society today because it's so divorced from the environment that are not only biologically developed in but psychologically developed in over generations has drastically changed because of technology and so whereas our biology can adjust you know it's great to just have instantaneous gratification by going to the store and buying a sandwich and not having to hunt psychologically the other skills involved with hunting the social skills uh, the physical skills uh, the memory, the intelligence, etc., that it would take to fish, etc., are part of your self-actualization and sense of fulfillment and well-being as a person uh, for your psychological well-being. Your physical well-being, you know, obviously, just instantly getting meat or whatever is easier, but all the pleasure derived from that is gone when you just can buy something without effort. Goal attainment is attached to happiness in the sense that it's got to be not too hard or not too easy, but you have to have a goal and a reasonable attainment of some goals and a reasonable failure of some goals, too, because that adds value to the ones that you do get to have a sense of uh, happiness. And you also the second part of that is having autonomy so that you have the freedom to make these choices and stuff. And nowadays, almost everything's decided for you. And. The what technology is providing for us for our physical comforts we are losing in our psychological health and it would take me many hours to break down the, the gist of his philosophy which is why we're going to have a reading but he ain't saying technology bad he's talking about the effects of specific technologies if we don't replace it with A, B, and C and then he gets into surrogate activities and you know just go read the fact the that there's consequences they're not without consequences basically mm-hmm. like i mean in the old in ancient times how common do you think type 1 diabetes was or bad eyesight really you know it's like but now we've created you know short things like having short-term game yeah smartphone. if everybody has glasses who can't see and eventually everybody needs glasses and no one will have good it, eyes it, yeah it allows a person who otherwise would be unproductive to be productive in society so it's good short term but long term it creates a whole generation of people that are dependent on these technological gizmos i mean look look america in america right now <laughs> and then you get antifa all these decrepit losers yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and in america you know right we've had two day one day 
free delivery from Amazon for the longest time, and now it takes like a week, and people are losing their fucking minds. <laughs> to to, to put I, in perspective, yeah, go ahead. Now I got. I keep going on Unibomber, but go ahead. <laughs> I can sum it up in a short sentence. Society gives you what you want, but not what you need. Mm -hmm. People now lose their minds when the ice machine's on a different floor in a hotel. Where it used to be, the only person that could ha even have ice at all might be a king or something. Where because you had to go up on a mountain and fetch it and bring it down in a size just to put a little cube in his drink. You know, now you've got a refrigerator; you can go get ice whenever you want. But because it's so easy to just go get ice whenever you want, you don't derive a great sense of pleasure from having ice in your cup. Instead, you get displeasure from not having ice in your cup because you just expect to have it. Your neutral point continues to uh rise and people don't enjoy happiness is not um velocity it's acceleration and sorrow is the same thing it's where you've dropped from what you're used to or what you rise from what you're used to your neutral point is based on goal attainment and effort that's why uh you got you're supposed to struggle for things or they lose their value they lose their meaning right we're going to get into it. We're going to do a Unabomber-only show. I'm going to re-explain. I have a degree in philosophy. I'm not talking out my ass. I read that. It changed my whole life. Like I read that back in the 90s, and it gave me a very clear insight on the motives behind a lot of these people, especially these SJWs and the people that are walking around with you know racism everywhere, heat-seeking glasses, looking for racism or sexism or this and that. All the groups they champion that they don't even belong to most of the time, uh, it's, you know, it's projection and compensation. So we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that chapter first because that's what he opens up with. And then we're going to get into the autonomy uh, part, which I was just talking about with uh, the evolution of your own psychology and, and its relationship to goal attainment and autonomy. We'll do that in the second one. But I think it's going to take six or seven streams if we do the whole thing. Maybe I'm way yeah. underestimating. It's going to take a long time. So. It'd take three hours just to read it all. So, I mean, we're going to have to pick and choose. <laughs> True. Oh, here we go. The commentary would be like 20 hours. I think people would benefit from it. I am hoping BitChute can get a uh, a live stream soon. Oh, dude, I'm so glad you, you turned me on to his writings because I've, I've been into true crime stuff for a long time, and I'd read a couple of books on him, actually. But, like, when when I was talking, I mentioned that to you, and you were like, but have you read his writing? I was like, no. And you were like, stop what you're doing. Go read his writing. Like, I promise you, it's, like, some of the most profound stuff you'll ever read. And then I did, and it was. It's uh, I, When it's I heard that you of, hadn't read it yet, I'm like, oh, dude, because you were a big fan of Nietzsche, right? And right. took a course on that. We got to have our Nietzsche discussion too. But I go, have you read Uncle Ted? And you're like, what do you mean? I'm like, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber Manifesto. Look how hard he tried to get everyone to read it. And you hadn't read it yet. I go, oh, man, you you got to read that. Yeah, then you got to visit Japan. <laughs> I did both. <laughs> yep. Uh, people are talking about cultural Marxism. That's different. Uh, Ted hated cultural Marxism. That's for sure. Um that's just, that's somebody wants to know <laughs> somebody with a rainbow frog avatar says what's the semblance of signi symbolic significance of the sexy green M&M you're gonna have to write down no. an you're gonna have to put that in entropy or I can't answer it <laughs> Ted was a deep dude Ted is a deep dude he's still alive he's in the same prison as Ramsey Youssef <laughs> uh, all the stuff on the screen has some inside meaning including 
Mr. Edgerton here, HK, the Black Confederates, the history of the South. That guy's awesome. When are you going to do an interview with him, man? He has the coof, man. Isn't that horrible? Yeah, me too. Well, he's older than me. I'm about over it. He's older than me. I'm worried about it. He'll beat it. Do you still have pneumonia? Or is it gone? I'm getting some chest x-rays and like heart scans and stuff in the next like couple days. Uh, I don't feel sick anymore. I just have this like weird chest pain. Yeah, but tell people what's been happening to the youth and their hearts. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm, I'm real close with a lot of people working in like ICUs that are treating stuff. And uh, there's a today like someone i'm really close to spent all day trying to resuscitate this like 29 year old girl that died that was a marathon runner no drug use no like pre-existing conditions like super athletic that died because it's like moving to their hearts basically it's like with young people and it's even like really healthy people it's uh the heart stuff is uh is what's actually killing a lot of the younger people which is kind of interesting but uh yeah it's uh, yeah it's it's crazy this is like y'all know that game Plague Inc this game this is like oh yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) this is like you put in a fucking cheat code whoever designed this like what the fuck you know if you designed this in Plague Inc it'd be like you've spent too many points you know if you guys were liked the rant about ice cubes and stuff you should get my books because we get into the philosophy a lot more. But we're going to stream about it anyway. But if you like those kind of examples about neutral points and how happiness is experienced. Happiness is kind of like reality minus expectations, you know. But uh, we'll get into that. I'm glad you're doing well, but I'm worried about the heart uh, issues that some younger people are having. Yeah, yeah. it's I, I mean, I think I'm, I don't know, it's, it's definitely, I've got some weird stuff going on. Like, I should be totally better by now. Uh, but it's, it's like, I feel fine except for that. And, like, the pneumonia took, like, the longest to go away. I've definitely never been that sick before. But, like, now the stuff that they're doing with, like, putting ankle bracelets on people and fucking going in people's houses and forcibly removing them and stuff like that, like, that's... uh I don't know. It's, it, it makes me like hesitant to even want anything on record, you know? Are you afraid of not being able to travel to a certain place? <laughs> that is my main concern, actually. Do you have family over Ooh. here or something? <laughs> yeah, Ryan. <laughs> does it, does it, do you become immune after infection? So that's that's they don't really know yet. There are there have been lots of antibodies that have been uh, isolated, which is uh, encouraging. That means that there's at least a good good uh, chance that people are building immunity to it. But like, there's a lot of misleading info out too because for the longest, oh, this is another interesting thing that I've learned from some of the people on the front lines with it. That uh, front lines. for the longest time they <laughs> for the longest time the front lines are in uh, Wuhan, son. Well, they got it right uh, off the bat. Well, the people I'm talking about are the people that are spending all day intubating people and dealing with COVID-19 patients. Oh, the nurses and things. Yeah, the front line. I got you. I got you. Uh, But the I think what is explains a lot of this, like people that are being being testing negative and then later they find out they still had it. And a lot of people are talking about reinfection. We don't really know if that's 
like I can't rule out the possibility of reinfection, but what I was thinking was more likely was that it's uh, a, probably a problem with the testing methodology or uh, going dormant in some way that or it's just not showing up in the tissues they're testing. And it looks like that's the case because I've heard several uh, firsthand accounts lately from people working in the in healthcare that the uh, that people are doing. So they've got to have two negative swabs to be declared recovered but people who are clearly not recovered are having two negative swabs but then they suction their lungs and uh they find in the lung fluid they still test positive uh so it's oh. it's, it's yeah Local. it's yeah that's what i'm thinking is that it just like isn't sh either not showing up in the swabs on the sinuses or maybe it's not necessarily dormancy just not showing up in the tissues they're testing so it's uh, it's complicated, you know, and there's so many people that say things like, oh, reinfections, uh, these people are getting reinfected, or that is certain drug treats. There, there's so little good info out right now. It's, everybody's kind of figuring this out as we go. I saw somebody in the chat said they're saying we'll all get it at some point. I honestly believe that. I honestly, or not necessarily get it, at least be exposed to it. Like, I, if it's this much more infectious than the flu or any of the common, uh, the common, uh, infectious diseases we encounter you're going to be you're going to be exposed to the cold you're going to be exposed to the flu it doesn't mean you're going to get it but i mean it's hard to imagine you know this isn't going to go away just because that's what they were saying on tucker today it was like talking about the experts that are saying you know it's never going to be safe for us to end the stay-at-home orders as long as there's people who haven't been infected it's like that doesn't even make sense like you you're just drawing it out and i understand the reason to try to get the healthcare system to where it can actually handle a lot, you know, to where they don't have to where people don't have to be intubated in parking lots when they get in a car wreck because the entire ICU is shut down because they have one one COVID nineteen patient, which is what they're having to do now, so they can't t treat regular ICU stuff. But still, it's it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I have a uh, good news about Norway. Oh yeah, <laughs> all right. The reproduction rate of the virus in Norway is 0 0.7 now. Hmm. I saw, I'm pretty sure he's he's in the chat, uh, a, a dude that knows a lot about like markets and reading like market patterns and uh, has that I'm kind of mad at him for not telling me when to sell and buy Bitcoin in this most recent thing because he's done really well with it. But uh, I got a guy for yeah. that. I mean, I'm not this, allowed to uh, trade him. I'm banned on exchanges and stuff. But you could make money doing it. He uh, he's 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 good at reading charts, basically, and good at charting stuff. And he was talking about the New York rate had a double top and a few other indicators that seem like there's a good chance it's about to drop and then go back up. But like, there's you've got people pushing saying now that like that you should that they should ne never end this, like which is just absurd. Don't you think warm, warmer that, weather is going to wipe it out at least seasonally? Are there any hot hot weather places that have it right now? Iran is high altitude. I mean, Ecuador, cold. Ecuador. Ecuador is yeah, getting it. People are dead in the streets in Ecuador. Like they can't get, remove their dead fast enough. That might just be because it's Ecuador, though. I mean, 
<laughs> the problem the problem is there's no standard and something you got to keep in mind context wise is h1n1 was 10 years ago and we still don't know if that killed 175,000 people or 600,000 people like that's 10 years later when everybody's had a chance to analyze the data and all this and that's why it's annoying when right here at the you know four months into an epidemic people are saying oh well this number is this and this rate is this it's like you, there's no standardization between what the way one country is measuring it's totally different than another. like germany for instance looks like they're doing a lot better job than a lot of people think they're actually doing because they're only counting deaths where it's exclusively from covid19 where if someone has covid19 and then has a heart attack they're not counting that as a covid19 death and i mean that's like saying oh they didn't die from the car wreck they died from bleeding to death right and yet in other places they're counting everybody that dies from pneumonia as covid as long as they had it both so which is a wrong way to count it as well because like in Italy they lose 22 to 23,000 people every year from the flu and a lot of those people that died from COVID would have died from the flu anyway uh, but then you have places like Germany that's like no it's got to be just COVID or they don't count it right so it's all they're playing semantics with the numbers on all the above I have a scenario it's for you guys yeah. what if this doesn't go away this summer like we're always saying oh by May and the warm weather comes and what if it's still here in May, still here in June, still here in July? Do you think they're going to maintain this lockdown crap? Or are they going to say, all right, if you're 60 or above, stay home. Otherwise, everybody get back to work. I mean, you can't just not have people working. How long do they plan on doing that? Well, how, how long before they all do what Japan's doing now? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> well, I, sh I showed you that chart where, uh, I mean, I, you know it's going to kill a lot more people than the virus is fucking six and a half million unemployment claims in the same week like suicide yeah. yeah it's gonna that's gonna get bad they're gonna fall apart uh just yeah, imagine though if you, what are you gonna do if the end of april it's still people getting sick and stuff and may comes along and the weather doesn't kill the disease and you're still under lockdown how long are people gonna, gonna stay in their houses before they start i'm gonna build pugs arc and I'm gonna take two of every animal and move to Japan. <laughs> I, I have a, I have a, I have a radical idea. They took and seven of every food. animal. Two of every animal is some like kids' version. Two of yeah, every, two I, of all the clean and unclean. Anyway, I'm building that. I, I have a radical idea, and this, this is kind of out there, but right. how about we teach people to wash their hands? No, 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 no. They're not disciplined enough. They got to stay home. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've not been saying this whole... and nose. Teach like, people to wash their hands. You think the whole world is Asian? Oh yeah, that's I'm I'm expecting too much. That's kind of racist of me. Yeah, I should be low my standards. <laughs> they won't. Though. I've been I mean... saying this whole time that like with the ridiculous amount of money being spent, it would make a lot more sense to spend I don't know one percent of that money scaling up hospital surge capacities. Exactly. Maybe even pay, maybe even pay vulnerable people to stay home. Like, uh, like the people who have family members that are vulnerable. <laughs> Tell the boomers, learn to game. <laughs> learn, <laughs> right. learn to code. Learn to code. <laughs> learn, to, learn to Twitch stream. <laughs> <laughs> learn to OnlyFans. Yeah, uh, aren't there apps for delivering groceries? Can't you just give them a rebate to deliver groceries so that the vulnerable don't have to go to the store? Uber groceries, man. Is. Uber Groceries thirteen thirteen says, Mister Pug, do you know about CNS infection pathway of COVID central nervous system? I wonder if COVID will have a dormant state in the nerves like herpes. Thoughts? 
I mean, that's what I'm worried about. That's what I really hope not. But uh, so I don't understand exactly how it would because COVID-19 lacks the RNA transcriptase that's involved in things like Epstein-Barr virus, which is causes mono that uh, where there are dormant periods. Epstein just it's, sucks uh, in everything. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? You got it, Epstein's like, bar. Uh, <laughs> Apparently, it was shaped like an egg. <clears throat> <laughs> the but yeah, it's it's uh, pretty pretty scary to think about. But but really, there's I don't re- I've I've talked about this with some people that know a lot more about it than me that like don't don't really see a way that without the RNA transcriptase that it could have like persistence in that way. And that's where like I I think I did a bad job communicating what uh, what I meant by when I said uh, going dormant. I just meant like in a tissue that's not being tested, which like in the lungs and not necessarily the sinuses. But in terms of like a a strict sense of going dormant, like herpes does or something like that, those are are DNA based from the way that I understand it. This is an RNA based thing and there's no RNA reverse transcriptase involved. So it's uh, it would have to be somewhere to still be there. I don't know of a method that it could go on fully dormant, but that is what I'm worried about though. Like I really fucking hope not. I'm, I can't believe how long I've been sick. It's kind of crazy. Like it's, I was for some perspective, I work out like three hours a day, every day. Like I'm hardcore about fitness. Like I I was doing an hour and a half of cardio uphill at a 15% incline every day. And during the worst of this, I was, if I, that's why that's how we can listen to so many podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Doing cardio. That's exactly right. That's uh, what I did yesterday, just, running. <laughs> I just imagine you running uphill, just screaming, "That's right!" <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there, just sitting there on the chat, going, "That's right, that's right." Thirteen, thirteen, plugs in again. It says, "Mr. Pug, you can stay in one of my guest rooms after a random chimp event, Tokyo region. Take the Shinkansen to Osaka." But he ain't going oh, to Tokyo. He ain't oh, gonna go to Tokyo. He's coming here. <laughs> That'd be nice. Hey. You should, you should experience yeah. the. Uh, I, what's that place called? Starts with a T. Never heard of it. <laughs> Hit me up, dude. Hit me up on Discord. I've, I've been I've been to Japan a bunch of times. Like I went for the first time in like June, and I've been like five times since then. You got a guest room uh, in Tokyo. Uh, if you want to cheat on Osaka, you go ahead and do that. <laughs> 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 He's already he already angered the gods, but you know, like um, he angered the gods doing something with white ladders or whatever, and um, that's why he's sick. And will never ever return because they're gonna have a test for it, and they're gonna be like, "If you've ever had COVID, you can't come across the border." No, they might pay me it for my. Be... They might. They might pay me for my Aryan coronavirus antibody laden blood. Why would they want your That's Aryan the blood? They can't use it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they need it? They don't need it at all. <laughs> no, they've actually been working. Some of the most promising treatments for it are actually involve uh, basic old school vaccines, basically like literally taking antibodies out of one person and putting them in another. Yeah, and they probably uh, get them from another Asian, though. <laughs> I'm just shooting your dreams, man. <laughs> yeah, I, know I think you doing. should. I think you should go to Tokyo. I think that'd be good. I think you'd have a good time if you can ever get there. But right now you'd be quarantined there and not allowed to use public transit, so you couldn't go on the bullet train, and then you'd get quarantined again in Osaka. Do you pay for your hotel when you're quarantined, or does the? So, I don't know. I, I live here. Free. I don't have to worry about it. Don't know. 
I think they did give some freebies out because I know a guy that was stuck here an extra month and he's coming down here next Friday to hang out or whatever. He was stuck in Tokyo. He's like, man, I couldn't go home. It's like God answered my prayers because I never wanted to go home. And then this thing hits the best <laughs> thing ever. I'm like, yeah, God did that. All the billions of people got infected and can't move just so you could stay in Japan an extra month. He was like, I prayed real hard. Yeah. <laughs> that means he, he killed the Habib Ferguson fight too. Well, that's that's the real reason this whole thing happened. Something had yeah, to stop that fight. That's all it was. That's that's how you know Allah is real. Because Khabib was like, I got to get out of this. I got to get out of this. And then COVID hit and he got stuck in Russia and he got out of it. Oh, Khabib was... No, no, no. You're wrong. Khabib would, uh, Khabib would win. Nope. He's been on the wrestling mat since he was four. He's made yeah. this. Yeah. It looks like Corona chains winning. Yeah, they're yeah, they got a private yeah. island now for fights. Yeah, Isn't that I, nuts? I couldn't believe that story. That's insane. free market That's for crazy. the win again. <laughs> he's, he's like Dana White is like Doctor No. Yeah, he's like, we're gonna do it. I'll fine. I'll have a private island. It was funny. His first thought was doing it on Indian reservation, and the Indians are like, "Oh, why? You guys have a disease, and you want to come here? How about go fuck yourself?" <laughs> <laughs> How's it feel now, bitch? <laughs> Aku540 steps in and says, The virus has exposed the lack of a healthcare system in the U.S. Will healthcare be a hot topic to debate in the next election? I mean, hasn't it always been exposed? Wouldn't you think? I'm more than, Not I'm really. More People have been about, in denial. Really? I'm, I'm very concerned about Joe Biden's healthcare. No, I just hope, dude. I just hope he makes it to the debate. I hope he can hang in there long enough to go to debate Trump because that will be hilarious. I think they'll spin it the exact opposite way. They'll say, "Oh, look at all our wonderful nurses and doctors that handle the pandemic so well." Blah blah blah, and this is why they did it. You know, I don't know how well your your treatment is if you're getting it based on Medicaid versus paying for it. But, I mean, that's the problem. Like, in life or death situations, they're like, so, how much you got? I mean, it's it's incredible that this fucked up system remains. But every time they do debate about it, they always debate about how to pay for it rather than why it's expensive. And you need to talk about why it's expensive instead of how you're going to pay for something you already know is expensive. I've said that ad yeah. nauseum. Well, it doesn't matter if you get new taxes or your employer pays or whatever. If it costs so much, why does it cost so much? Because of government regulations. Can we change these regulations? No, we can't deregulate. That led to the housing bubble. Derp, derp, derp. It's just... Yeah, uh, but they're spitting huh. out $6 billion, so they can't really use that. We can't pay for it anymore. Oh, no. You're, uh, you're acting like logic matters. This is America. <laughs> Having a logical inconsistency doesn't actually yeah, stop anything. Hindrance. No. It's, <laughs> it's actually expected. It's government we're talking about. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be and, government and, you know, if it was logical. I've, like We had talked about this before. I think like the first stream we did. But uh, I, I think, and I know you do too, that a truly free market would actually do a much better... We're, so, that we're never going to have a truly free market. And it's something that I think we agree with progressives like you know honest progressives like jimmy Dore on is that like 
in the wars, like stop spending money bombing hospitals in fucking Yemen and Palestine and, and Iraq and places like that. And I don't care what you spend the money on. You can burn it, spend it on fucking education, healthcare, whatever. Anything is better than what we're currently doing. With mm-hmm. it. And that, and the reason for a lot of these wars, aside from Israel, is it's just uh, it's basically insider trading because you're you've got publicly traded stocks and weapons industries which are all but guaranteed to go up if you pick a fight and so we're addicted to war there's a cool little comic book called addicted to war um and it goes over some think, stats and numbers actually know the congress and other people in government are invested in these companies and somehow that's not inter- insider trading well that's illegal so what they, they do they is they, they have their spouse invest in it or whatever right. you know yeah. exactly no they actually passed an amendment to make insider trading uh, trading for congress members legal Dick Cheney's wife is president of Lockheed Martin. Yeah. I mean, he's on the board for Halliburton. Them. No. Yeah, and it's Jared mostly the unelected other. portion of the government involved in it. It's the people in the Pentagon and, and all the McLean, Virginia crowd that are doing it. If you watch How They Fuck You One-on-One, which I think I renamed How They Bleep You One-on-One, I went over that whole thing. It's a short little five-minute video on a chalkboard. I really like that one. Jared Jared Kushner's brother is running a comp, one of the main companies, getting a lot of funding in the uh, COVID nineteen response. And Jared Kushner used to run it, and I don't know hey, if you saw Jared. Kushner. They intercepted gear to hospitals and That's said it's got to go through us. That's what I was about to say. Oh, well, yeah. go ahead. They, and that what's crazy about though the, that though is oh that actually happened to some of the hospitals that I'm familiar with here. The uh, they they ordered a bunch of. PPE and it got seized by the federal government and they didn't return the money or the equipment. The uh, But what's crazy about that is a few days ago, Jared Kushner, who looks nothing like the Antichrist, by the way, uh, <laughs> said that... Um, <laughs> said that the, right. He said that the, the federal stockpile is not the state's stockpile. It's our stockpile, he said. It's not for the states to use. It's like, huh. I okay, guess. And then we, oh, and today... Today, we, they announced that we're sending 100 million masks to Israel for the IDF. So I guess that's what he meant. To the diaper force. The uh, the Chinese wouldn't allow the prices to go up because they're part of this stupid communist ideology. Oh, everyone gets a mask. Keep them cheap. So you know what the mask company did? Sold all their masks to Canada. China ended up with none. It's like that you got to let the market work. You cannot step in and when you make something cheap, you know what happens? The first people to get their hands on it, buy them all and hoard them. You know, but, let uh, let the price go up, well, then you get further production, and then it evens out, and everybody gets a mask. I don't, I don't think that different states should compete uh, with the same suppliers to buy masks because they're basically shooting themselves in the foot. The state to should be buying masks. The hospital, the you, the state shouldn't be doing anything. It should be business to business. That's what happened when there's a hurricane hits an area and people want to get bottled water and there's shortages at first. All the surrounding areas go in there with their water because there's lucrative prices. And so they up production and they send what, like, if I was a mask maker and I know New York's getting hit hard by this virus, I'm going to start selling my mask in New York. But if they arbitrarily keep the price low and that would just cause shortages, I've got no incentive to go there and sell my mask. You know, like the price incentive works. Masks in the U.S. being made in the U.S. Yeah, of course they're made in the U.S. Anyone can make a mask. You know, like it's a it's paper and string basically. But you know, it's what they're doing is they're intercepting them. 
a private company, a hospital buys it from a private company or tried to, and the government can't went in there and go no 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 and seize this. And go, you have to buy them from us. Right. We're the middleman, right? The Why? The same thing happened in Poland with the Sweden. A Poland just stopped the shipment of masks because they needed it. Same thing France did to Britain. Government should not be involved. The customs just seized it because they need it for their own hospitals. I've got friends involved in. Uh, you do that once, course. and then the company's like, "Then I ain't making any more masks." Well, yeah. yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. I've got uh, friends that are very involved in import export stuff that already move a lot of like masks. Before all this happens, they like buy masks by the millions, and uh, the they had a shipment get seized in Malaysia, and they just sent them a notice saying we seized this because we need it for the government. Like when I told people that, they were like, "That can't be." This was in like February, early February, and people were like, "That just can't be true." Like, do you have any sources on that? I was like, "I mean, it's my friend's company," you know. Uh, but sure enough, now I guess it sounds a little more reasonable. Yeah, that's like uh, uh, like uh, everyone becomes a nation state again when the shit hits the fan. Arbitrarily <laughs> keeping prices low causes shortages. It's like Isn't when the demand increases, the, the price is supposed to go up, even though you don't like it, because that allows more production in the future. Having that company make profits on its sales encourages them to make more of that product so that you don't get a shortage. If you just buy them all at a cheap price, they can't produce but so fast. And they, if they're not making profits or they lose profits, they'll stop doing it, period. That's what happened in Venezuela. They're like, oh, people can't pay for il uh, milk and eggs or whatever. So we're just going to lower the cost. Well, if you make it uh, the profit less than what it costs to produce, then they won't produce. So be like, okay, so eggs are eggs are going to be five cents or something. So you immediately sell out of eggs. A few people, you know, a few families get all of them, and then there's a shortage, and there's no egg producers because, like, if I can only sell it for three cents and they're selling it for five, and it costs me way more than three cents to make an egg, then I'm not going to make an egg. You know, and and, and that's what happened. The business is shut down, and then nobody got any eggs, and they had massive shortages. Yeah, but that's not price gouging. No, price gouge. It's not price gouging. Price gouging would be like if you went to the store and bought all the stuff and then resold it yourself for something at a higher price. Yeah. I'm talking about the the normal supply the line. If the store wants to raise prices so somebody doesn't go in there and buy all the diapers and toilet paper or whatever, you can either do that or you can put restrictions on it and say you can only get two of each item or something like that. Right. You could do that also. Right. But... um. People find ways around that. They send in each kid to go in and get two and two and two and two until they get them all. But well, it's like like what they do with OxyContin. How they'll have like to get uh, like dealers basically will load up vans full of like old people that can easily get those prescriptions and take them to the Florida like pill mill doctors. And they'll like mm -hmm. unload like multiple vans at a time and fill it up. Uh, fill, get everybody gets prescriptions, comes back, they handle their prescriptions, and then they sell it. It's a, it's a rough thing to swallow, but, like, the high prices suck, but the prices will come back down. Like, but that's, if you want maximum production so that you don't end up with shortages, because that, it's, it's better to err on that side than the other, you know, where nobody gets it, especially when it's like, if you don't get it, you die. It's sad. I mean, imagine, not getting toilet paper is not that big a deal. Imagine you've got a new baby or something, and you go to the store, and there's no formula, right? And you go to another store, there's no formula. Because some asshole went and bought all of it, right? 
And you'd probably be willing to pay more for the formula because you got to have it, whatever, right? It ain't going to be a thousand dollar formula or something like that. You know, it's like, but, you know, no one's going to buy, you know, 60 units of it if it's $5 more or whatever. They can't profit from it. It's going to be harder to do at least. That's what prevents uh, people from hoarding. But really, you also got to blame the media and say, why didn't you, like they did in South Korea, Japan, Taiwan, calmly get on television and tell people that, we don't import toilet paper and this and this and this from China. The supply lines are not being disrupted. There is no reason to go and hoard things. Instead, so, they did the no, exact opposite. They, Everybody went out and bought everything. They cannot do anything but freak out. That's their modus operandi for everything. Yeah, everything people with closets out. full of canned food right now. The, it's the prepper culture. And I'm like, yeah, I, I saw great. I saw a news article about uh, this prepper guy, and uh, the article was like, people used to laugh at uh, Jonathan, but nobody's laughing now. Uh, and then I went to the supermarket, and it was fully stocked, and he has to eat shitty uh, canned food. So yeah, I'm fucking laughing because I, I've had steak, so <laughs> you can suck it. You get better yeah. food if you buy it from the supermarket. Right. Have, have you ever have you ever read Walter Block's Defending the Indefensible? No. Uh, the the argument you made about not price gouging necessarily, but that's what a lot of people would call it: raising prices on things to limit them people buying a ridiculous amount so they could resell it or just buying it out of panic. It's, or it's not just to stop hoarding; it also incentivizes the producers. Like if I'm making bottled water and I know it can now sell them for you know eight bucks a pop in some area then all the water producers are going to go to that area but when all of them do that at once and are competing with each other it brings the price back down but the production up and everybody gets water right that's exactly the argument he makes in there I, I I mean, like that's that not that is a real life thing it's not just a, a theoretical argument or something that's what happens when you have hurricanes and things all the time Thomas Sowell makes that argument. And the same crap happens with rent control and everything else. Like, you put rent control, what's the landlord do? He lets the building fall apart and hope you'll move. You know, like, he doesn't take care of the electric. He doesn't take care of crap. And, it, and you don't get new apartments being built because it, it seems like a good thing. Oh, we're going to keep the rent from going too high. No shit. That would be nice. But you got to look at it from the other side, too, the people building apartments and stuff. And the more apartments there are, that drives prices down too because they have to compete, right? If you have a monopoly, you have a monopoly. But if you have rent control, those people purposely let that shit go to hell uh, because it, the price is the price. is the max. They can't get any more anyway, so they don't care if you're there, you know. Um, there's problems. Anytime the state tries to come in and, and do price controls, it's always a disaster because you cannot perfectly know what the market's ebbs and flows are going to be. And you're supposed to have things temporarily go up and go down again. And if you try and arbitrarily make them cheap or you try and arbitrarily make things too high, you just create a bigger mess and more of a problem than what you started with. Read Basic Economics by Thomas Sowell. I mean, like, this is not, uh, you don't have to take a course on this or anything. But you can see these are real life things, real examples. When Katrina hit Louisiana, you know, when, when Andrew hit Florida and stuff, this is what happens. Here's how you get shortages and here's how you prevent it. You know, I'm against price gouging, but prices going up during a disaster is not a isn't price gouging. That's what's supposed to happen. Yeah. That's a normal market demand. 
everybody wants well, it a certain controls thing. the supply it makes sure that people can actually get things that are essential mm -hmm. and rather than just because you can't get it at the same price you did before if you can still it it keeps people from buying more than they need for one keeps thing. them from hoarding and it makes the producers produce more and it puts more producers in that area because they can make more profits right and when more people come into one area and they all compete with each other, it makes the price come back down again. But you now have more people putting their branded toilet paper, or cereal, or whatever into your store. So you don't get a shortage. That's how it has to be. If you arbitrarily keep it low, someone goes in and buys all of it. Nobody gets any. And the people are like, why should I bust my ass to produce more? I can't sell it for any more than what I used to anyway. You know, right. like they, they're already selling as much as they can, you know. But they won't have competition. Maybe there's one in your area, and yeah, it'll make bank, right? But it's going to sell it to the store for more. So then the store is making less off of it when they sell it to you. You know, it, it's just you don't want the state coming in and do it. If they want to do that as a business or whatever, and they fuck up, guess what? They'll go out of business. Consequences all on them. You know, someone's like, "Oh, yours costs too much. I'm going to buy it all from this other one." Fine. Then that one will make nothing. And the other one will make all the profits and the bad business will go out of business. But when the state's involved, all these bad decisions don't matter because the government's still there and it gets your tax money whether they do a bad job or not. So, I mean, they can make all the stupid decisions in the world and if they don't have your tax money, they'll just go borrow it from the Fed anyway. So they, They're not tied to any real-world consequence for their stupid actions and decisions where businesses are. When businesses fuck up, they go out of business. Right, but when the government screws up, nothing happens. It just stays the government. They get more money. They get oh, more well, money. Yeah, they have to screw up so bad that there's a revolution or something, you know. Then finally, but usually nothing happens. Usually, the answer for a failed government program is we needed more money. <laughs> yeah, we needed more programs. Banks. <laughs> when banks fuck up, they get more money. True, the banks should have failed, but because they got bailed out by the government, right? They can't get bailed. Out. They it's the government that is the enabler in all these relationships, right? The government should not be well, picking winners and losers in the marketplace, ever. Banks, hedge funds, whatever. All of them should fail when they screw up. That's the, that's the best the, regulation in the world is failing when you make mistakes. But it's the banks that fund uh, the election campaigns of those in government. Yeah, they bribe their way into so getting they, money. They, they created the careers of those in government, so it's only natural for those in the government to uh, bail out those that fund them. That's the vicious cycle. That's why I, yeah. I have a book called The Separation of Business and State. Both of them are to blame. It ain't all the government or all the corporations. And people with binary thinking, you know, a lot of liberals like the corporations, man. And a, a lot of those on the right are like, no, nah, man, it's all the government, your ant caps and stuff. I'm like, no, it's both. And that's why I like Anton Wilson's quote, the left's view of big government or the left's view of big business and the right's view of big government are both correct. You got to curb them both, but... You can't go around and chase every corporation in America. There's one government you got to worry about. That's where you can implement change realistically. That should be the target. They're the enabler. They have the power of the purse. The others can bribe them to give it to them, but they're the one giving it to them. And they're the one that can print money. They're the one in charge. Ideally, you would just make the government accountable to its population. That would be like the... <laughs> it's way too big it's way too big and it's you know robert e lee had an answer but that sounds that sounds anti-semitic <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah well, truth is. Government. Uh, yeah, the bigger a government like the bigger a country is the harder it is to get accountability in government that's my theory 
Truth says Thomas Sowell is a neocon warhawk. Let's be real. He's just a derivative of, of Milton Echo Freeman and the J. Chicago School garbage, which is the foundation of neoliberalism and private takeover. Thomas Sowell is a warhawk, but not a neocon. He's not a Zionist, but he is. A, he does support war and all that. I don't support his political policies. I said read his book, Basic Economics, to learn about economics. You know, Uncle Ted's got a great philosophy. He still blew people up with bombs, and it's crazy, though. You know, it's like right. you can... Uh, well, Whatever. he did it to make them read, which is a good cause. He wanted them to read something specific. Yeah, and, and Sol used to be a commie. He went full circle, you know, but his arguments about price controls are sound, and you could say, fine, not him. Uh, Murray Rothbard made the same arguments, whatever. It doesn't matter. The, the truth is still the truth, no matter who the messenger is. But that you gotta book have a that nuance, I think you would enjoy is like basic There are no, like, cartoon good guys and cartoon bad guys, like people are right about some shit and wrong about some shit. Yeah, it's just the way it is, you know. But I thought it was wrong because he was black. Isn't that why? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, there are some people that think he's right because he's black, too. You know? Right. I mean, that's how silly it gets. Yeah, you have... And that, <laughs> the, you know, I think him being black, though, does give him more credibility or at least the ability to criticize black identitarians without everyone going screaming racist you know what i mean he can say yeah, stuff that, right. you, that you couldn't that's say right. that's right <laughs> he can say stuff against identitarians that a white person couldn't say just because he's black and that's like that automatically makes him immune to all victim card waving right he's a black guy that grew grew up he's like yeah. in his 80s too so he grew up through segregation and all that you can't trump him on victim stuff right and he's still, uh, where'd he go? He went to several great schools and all. And he writes like, he's written more books than some people have read. Isn't it? You know? <laughs> isn't at, His most recent book's fantastic. Is he's, he at Princeton or something as a senior fellow? Or yeah. He has one of those ultra cushy, uh, cushy jobs where he doesn't have any tasks. He he's just, in his 80s, man. You're I mean. paid <laughs> and you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's now and then, like, Rand Paul will say something good. And I don't disqualify him and go, yeah, well, he supported the war in Afghanistan and blah, 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 that I disagree with. Yeah, he did. So that doesn't mean all his ideas are bad. You know, sometimes even Trump does something good. And he's terrible. He's gaffy, pro-Israel, da-da-da-da-da. But that still doesn't mean he's wrong Rand, on border control Rand, or talking Rand with Paul, Korea. Rand Paul coofed on Congress, and that is God's work. So, like, I got to get yeah, that's that's basically he's redeemed for everything, even having a fight with his neighbor and yeah, spear from the back. That's just so wild. That's so wild. I want to try somebody try that to Glenn Jacob, the libertarian mayor of of Knox County. Dude's seven feet tall. While we're, <laughs> while we're talking about race stuff, I want this peasant elk hound to acknowledge that pugs are God's chosen race and they're the master race of dogs. No. Pugs are not the uh, chosen race of God. First of all, they're inbred. They can't breed properly. They can't walk for shit. You can't take them hunting. They're basically like a weird... It's like if you... If you Here we if go. If you had like a general mongoloid dwarf and you decided to breed them for peculiar aspects of their uh, of their features this sounds anti-semitic as fuck 
<laughs> elk hounds are the truth. Elk hounds look like wolves, and wolves are what dogs are supposed to be. Hunting in packs and being good to their owners. That's why uh, pugs, pugs have, have, have developed these higher characteristics through in-group preference and through, through, <laughs> <laughs> through selective keeping our bloodline pure. So, so you're saying pugs are the Habsburg dynasty of dogs? Yeah, but let me pugs jump. Pugs are the God's chosen race of <laughs> yeah. dogs. It says it in the book they wrote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Plus, do you do you know how many pugs died in World War Two? How right, dare you? Come on, man. The elk count. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This whole, all his arguments just sound like racism to me. It just sounds like <laughs> anti anti pug. I, I, well, I am racist against pugs. He's talking about wolves. Don't you know the wolf is the bad you, guy you, in every in every story? It's the should. wolf that eats the lambs and the wolf that eats Red yeah. Riding Hood. The wolf is always evil, right? I, I, in a in like, a in a you sane country, wanted... you could be put in prison for saying that. That's right. Well, pug, <laughs> what would happen if you took your do- uh, your pug out for a run with you up those hills? Oh, that's right. It, it it would probably there would probably be like a burning bush that would explain to it that it is that it should <laughs> tell the whole rest of the, be a light under the nation. It would take that's like three steps up the <laughs> conveyor belt and go oy vey and go backwards. It would die from a heart attack. That's what would happen. That's right. Yeah, because of certain phenotypes. That's oh, why. God, that's why you don't God run uphill with pugs. Pug, pugs don't do sports. They just own the teams. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we'd probably get some wolf to carry it. There you go. There you go. They don't give. They loan. To the wolves. <laughs> but so, probably, so, so, so you respect pugs by nothing other than their their status in society. I mean, no, it's their divine. It's their divine right as the master race of dogs. That's what it is. How much mass media is owned by the uh, elk hound? None. <laughs> exactly. Hmm? They no. All they all they have are elk bones. They don't have any other valuables. When I go to the yeah. bank, is a hound gonna give me a loan? Yeah, you need to pay your elk hound loan interest. Is what you need to do. <laughs> Those bones well, cost money that you didn't have. <laughs> well, mm. the sad thing is that the elk hounds would probably be there to collect the interest on those loans. That's right. For the I, I see someone talking about the dancing pugs. That's that topic is not allowed. Uh, you know, I heard pugs were very good dancers in New Jersey. The the dancing pugs. I hope your pug. I hope your pug wasn't scared by this, like Pug Frank, and is hiding in the attic somewhere. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta, I, I gotta interrupt the silliness with a chat for a second. Truth Sentence Five says Chicago School Economics policy making, which overtook the entire Western world, has been a disaster and has been concentrated cash into the hands of el- elites. Soul is a Zionist, a Rand war hawk, and thinks the Jays are all super geniuses. He's a Zionist ass. I can tell you've been reading Naomi Klein and uh, 
what's their collapse and crash culture. That's not what the Chicago school policy making. They have not taken over the Western world. The Frankfurt school took over the Western world uh, with its identity politics and the Keynesians took over the Western world on as far as economics. Uh, Seoul's economics right. are not being implemented. He is against right. Iran because he's a Republican. Run-of-the-mill Republicans want war with Iran. That's their, you know, they got no argument with me there. But uh, he does not think the Jays are a bunch of super geniuses. He's saying <clears throat> in New York City specifically that uh, Jays and Asians and others have a culture that is more conducive to success than Puerto Ricans and and uh, basketball Americans, etc. Because he was saying when those libraries open, who did I see going and reading and who didn't? You know, there are different subcultures that are not conducive to success which is not part of their biology, but it is part of their behavior. And you know what? Jays, that pugs like to read. And uh, elk hounds <laughs> like to run around the, in the woods. And long term, guess which wins? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just so offended that you would talk about elk hounds that way. So I'm going to have to go. This is just, this hurts me in a deep way. Yeah. Well, you know, say whatever we want about elk hounds. You know, the elk, elk hounds got raped by Russian terriers. You have elk <laughs> hound privilege. You, you know, racism is based on a position of power, and we've been oppressed by your <laughs> dog, dogs like you for so long. You should be able to take a little bit of criticism. Just because the elk hound gets all the hot bitches doesn't mean that. Well, yeah, they do. So, well. <laughs> I want the the Saluki, or also known as the Persian Hound. That's who really has beef with the pugs right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a taller, smarter, faster. We we cannot let them get nuclear bones. (laughs) (laughs) Nuclear bones. (laughs) All right, guys. I gotta uh, uh, go ahead. Last word. All right, that's right. Okay, plug my shit. You can just hang up on Skype. I'm going to just cut the commercial and then... Uh, I think he said he wanted to yeah, plug yeah. his shit, right? Oh, yeah. I you can... Plug- absolutely. Okay, so space travel on uh, YouTube. Uh, the newest video is uh, from Hong Kong where I almost was detained by the police there, which was fun. It's a weird <laughs> video. Base travel. Check it out. Base travel on YouTube. And uh, later I'll stick that in the description. And then Pug and yeah, I are both on... Uh, yeah, base... Yes like based something i can't do now because <laughs> uh yeah base travel who's no longer allowed to travel we got a japan channel starting i'm gonna not do it on Raina's channel because it's already been compromised by the z's and oh truth in another one said i've not read Naomi klein chicago school policy making being the basis of neoliberal think tanks everywhere is is the Occidental sense, the 80s, just facts. Frankfurt overlaps with Chicago on social issues. I know what you're saying. What the Chicago school, he, he's what talking about, about like Leo Strauss and Wolfowitz and all those uh, former Trotskyites that were in Chicago. But Thomas Sowell, even though he was a student of Friedman, doesn't buy into Chicago politics, nor does uh, his. He's basically a libertarian. I mean, he's saying the Austrian uh, argument for economics, not the Chicago school. All right, he is does he broke away from those people, and yeah, Frankfurt overlaps with social issues. But I, I said, if you hear, go back and hear what I said, I said the Frankfurt School won out, and the Keynesian economic model won out, not the Austrian model. And Seoul is a breakaway from that. 
He doesn't want the state intervention in hardly anything. Chicago school is very much the opposite. And they are a bunch of Trotskyites. And that's where we get, that's where the neocons or over out across the pond, they call them neoliberals. That is the origin for these uh, turds. But really, it's a train wreck between former Cold War fanatics, holy rollers, Christian Zionists, and Jewish Zionists. That is the backbone of neoconservatism is what can we do for Israel? And all the rest of it is just blah, blah, blah. How can we bomb Iran? <clears throat> now going to commercial. And my brother's going to come on as soon as I can catch him on the right time zone. Thank you, Pug. Thank you, Vex. Get some right. t-shirts. See you.